What's up, guys? This is Zach Dupuy. Welcome to another Humble Brag. I can't even say it. What the fuck? Humble Brag. No. I can't even think of my own fucking podcast name. Humble Podcast Brag Podcast. It's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. It is. It is. It's definitely a mouthful. Uh, this week's episode, or this week's, this next episode, I have one of my best friends from. When did we meet? Technically, we met in like. Like what the, the what grade was Miss Caker's? Second grade. Second grade, yeah. Which for us, we are 20... I'm 27. Yeah, I am too. So that was... 20 years ago? 2000. Because yeah. we were in third grade when 9-11 happened. Yeah, I had just moved. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it was about a year after I had moved. Because... Uh, we were in Fres- uh, Fresno, California when that happened. When 9-11 happened? Yeah, I remember watching it. Uh, I was getting ready for school in the morning. I came out. Like, they canceled school and everything. No, but, we had to watch the whole live stream. Like, not live stream, but really? on the TV. We walked into, uh, I was in Miss Smith's class. And I remember just walking into the school. And she was just crying at her desk. And the TV was out. You know, like, remember the box TV yeah. at school and stuff? And, yeah, she was just crying. Well, you guys were at a, a time zone ahead of us. Cause I was yeah, because whenever I moved from moved he, moved from here, we lived in Vegas for like nine months. Like started third grade there, and then we moved to uh, we ended up moving to Fresno, California, which is where we were trying to go the whole but, time. We just took a nine months. You, you just took stuff. a pregnancy to, to yeah, basically <laughs> we just kind of got you stuck. Just got pregnant in Vegas and moved to California. <laughs> pretty much, like we were uh, we were moving to Fresno, and we were going to stay with a, one of my mom's friends. Her name is Mary Jo. And I mean, I was, I mean, we're really young, so I don't remember all the details exactly, but I think something was going on with Mary Jo and her husband, so we weren't able to make, like, come out yet, you know, like, they're having, uh, fucking excuse me there, um, but, yeah, so Mary Jo and her husband were having problems or something like that, so, like, we couldn't come out, I mean, like, you're not gonna take a single mother and, well, I guess she wasn't single, because Brian was with us, you know, basically a family of four. Uh, you're not going to take them in when you're having problems. You know, so we stayed, we had stopped halfway in Vegas because my uncle Ryan was living there. You stopped halfway before the drugs took over? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we stopped in, uh, Vegas and that's where we stayed for nine months. Yeah, it had been about nine months because we got there right around the time of the Super Bowl. It was, uh. The Patriots. Raven, no, huh? no, it was, oh, it was the Ravens, Ravens and, and the, the Giants. Uh, Giants, yeah, yeah. When, uh, and Ravens the Raven, won. Yeah. The Ravens had um, who they have as quarterback? The, uh, I don't remember, dude. Yeah, I didn't remember his name. It's a bald guy that's on the Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer was the quarterback, and then they had the defense led by Ray Lewis. I was just saying, man, they've always had a badass defense. Their defense is so good, but now they got an offense now, though. Yeah, I know. It's scary. Their, their defense is fucking stacked, too. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to be a team to beat. But, yeah, like, to get back to the point, we got stuck there for a while. Uh, I do not recommend living in Vegas if you're a child. No, no, no. Because no. I've been to Vegas when I've – I've been to Vegas three times. Twice when I was under the age of 21 and once over 21. And let's be real here. It's only fun. Well, you know, <laughs> like, I'm sure it would have been different if we lived in a better neighborhood. Um, I couldn't tell you the streets that we were living off of, but, or we weren't living on the streets, but you know what I'm talking about, the mm-hmm. area, but we lived in a 
really freaking huge apartment complex. It was just a bunch of little fucking hood rats running around. Like, I was doing hood rat sh- like, little... Little hood rat shit yeah. with your friends? Like, <laughs> dude, we were in third grade, and I was in a underground boxing ring. Okay. Wait, you was in, you was in, in Fight Club in third grade? We were a bunch of third graders with a fucking Fight Club, <laughs> right? And, like, there was a lot of bu- crazy shit. Uh, I got in a fight with a kid. His name was Sebastian. And I will never forget this this instant because we're fighting over a girl, right? Always. Especially yeah. third grade. I mean, you're in third grade. That's, what, what are you going to fight over? That what was the girl's Apollo? name? I don't remember her name, dude. I yeah. don't. I don't. I can barely remember what she looks like, right? Uh. Well, we get in a fight. And, uh, you know, he, like, he walks off and then like, I get on my little razor scooter and I'm about to go back home. Cause it's like, all right, well, fuck, what are we going to do? Right. Next thing I hear is little, little footsteps running up behind me. I look back and this kid's coming at me with a board. So I just jump off my scooter. No, like a, like a board that he found on the ground. Dude, it looked like a big board, but in all honesty, it could have been like a, like a, 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 I don't know, like a. One by two, you know, like, like a really just small a random plane. piece like, of wood. Even, yeah, he was coming at you with uh, what yeah. was that board on Ed Ed and Eddie? What was his name? Yeah, uh, plank. Yeah, plank. Yeah. He was coming at you with plank. And so, like, my instinct was, I jumped off my scooter and I slung my scooter at him and throat checked him dude. with my razor, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I just remember the look on his face it was like, oh, oh fucking, like you like, stabbed him with your skates, like in uh, yeah, <laughs> dude. Like the look on his That's face was one. sheer terror. Like he wasn't expecting it. You know, it's like. I just looked at him, and he's just, like, grabbing at his throat. Like, I fucked him up. And you know how hard razor scooters are, because, like, when you hit your ankle, oh, like, when you're trying to do, like, a... Yeah, imagine getting hit in the fucking trachea. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. It, it, and, like, it, he just... I never talked to him again. <laughs> and we literally lived, like, here's my apartment building, right? Yeah. There's three apartment buildings, and in the middle of them was, like, a playground. And that's how the whole apartment complex was set really? up. Really? So, like, all the kids met at the playground. Yeah, like, like, basically your cell block would meet up at this <laughs> playground, right? Like, yeah. we're one of the few that only had three buildings. The rest of them, it was, like, you know, either two really large buildings or four buildings that were the same size as ours. But we were on the edge of the property. Uh-huh. So, it was, like, my building, these two other ones that were running perpendicular with the one I was in. And then on the other side of them was the wall, was, like, this... Conc- like cinder block wall right. separating us from the next apartment complex. You're so basically living in the projects of Vegas, if you want to call it that. Uh, maybe, yeah. Uh, like that's the way New Orleans projects are set up. They're like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like like I said, I was young, so I couldn't really tell the difference. You know what I mean? Right. But I do know that I was the only one that. I was the only white kid in there. You know? Really? And it's like, not that, not that I'm racist or anything, but... You're totally racist. <laughs> whatever. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> like it, so, you know, like I was, you know, like, I think there's like one Mexican kid. And right. Then, Javier. I don't remember. I think it might have been like Juan or Julio or something like that, but it started with a J. I know it was one of the words that starts with a J, but sounds like an H, you know? And then, uh, but yeah, so I mean, it, and it was kind of a, a bad neighborhood because the school I went to like it was well, fenced off like you had to walk through a fence through to get a in. fence to get in yeah I'm not saying like metal detectors or anything you know I think but like it wasn't the best neighborhood I'm sure but you're in Vegas worse. yeah like that's that's already yeah. I feel like okay and we're 
like we weren't in any we weren't in the good parts of Vegas either. So I'm sure if you lived in the really good parts, really rich neighborhoods, it would have been nice. Right. Probably would have been a great but place. There's a lot of degenerate gamblers and yeah, drugs. You know, yeah. I think we're like a mile off the strip, something like that. Oh maybe. yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have a uh, person oh. that I'm not technically related to her. Uh, my dad used to be married to her her mom, but she lived her and her mom live in Vegas. So I guess like an ex stepsister. Uh, but they live in Vegas and she you know I talk to her every once in a blue moon you know mm-hmm. just like hey how are you, how are you doing you still alive alright cool uh, but she loves it there really yeah I don't think I could ever live in Vegas yeah. just because uh, man the last time I went to Vegas we uh, were playing in the World Series of Beer Pong well okay. there's like six of us that went that flew out to Vegas through Spirit Airlines. Don't I don't ever recommend flying Spirit I Airlines. I fly nothing but Southwest, dude. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm cheap. Well, so we want to go check out the uh, the water fountain thing. The the Bellagio. The Bellagio. The Bellagio, yeah. right? So we catch an Uber there, and we're driving. You know, checking out the Strip. You know, there's old Circus Circus, old Vegas, and all that. And we get to the Bellagio, and as soon as I open up my door, right. There is these two homeless dudes, and one of them charges the other one and just starts beating nice. the fuck out of him. Like, did you fucking videotape it, dude? No, I, like oh, it was man. as soon as I stepped out, I was like, he just boom and hit <laughs> him right. Vegas, and that that dude's head landed like on the concrete wall where the water fountain is, and the dude started curb stomping him. <laughs> dude, it was. Like, did I most... just step into fucking Freeside from Fallout Vegas? <laughs> it was <laughs> the most brutalist scene I've ever seen in my life. Damn. But yeah, we the cops got involved and stuff and asked us questions, like what's who started it? How did this deal? But dude, this I thought this dude was dead, completely. Man. I was like, well, <laughs> welcome to Vegas. I wonder what they're fighting over. I don't remember. I don't remember honestly. All I do, all I remember is I stepped one foot out of the car, and all of a sudden, boom. Were they panhandling or or whatever? I think it's panhandling. Where like they're asking for like money and yeah. you got a call out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. Change, <laughs> change, I don't have any change. <laughs> you grab me one. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. It was nuts, dude. I've never seen anybody like I've never seen like a fight just randomly happen like that. Right. You know, besides like I've I've seen fights and like people I've known. Like. That's <gasps> Ruger. Huh. By the way, I got a pit bull. His name's Ruger, so you might hear him from here and there. He likes to let himself be heard. <laughs> but uh, have you ever seen just random fights like that? Like people you don't know? Just no. getting into a fight, like a public fight? No. Oh, my no. gosh. Not that I can remember. I'm sure remember, I remember. Were you here for when um, those two girls fought in the gym, in the gymnasium? Yeah, I and, heard about it. I didn't see it. The girl, like, hit her, and she had, like, her class ring on. And she fucking... Boom! And imprinted her forehead. Looked it was like, like our senior year, right? I think so. Wasn't it uh, Nina and... No, no, no. It was, it was, it was Tori... Um, Lamar. Lamar and that, that Mexican chick, Cynthia. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I remember that now. Whatever happened to Tori Lamar? I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't heard of her. And... Dude, I haven't heard of like... A long time. I haven't heard from anybody from our from our class, dude. No one. Not really. Except for the people we hang out with. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, like, 
I think I might see somebody randomly that comes back to town. Well, next year's will be 10 years. Yeah, it's coming up on that. Have you heard? Has anybody reached out to you about that? I don't even know who our class president is. <laughs> I don't remember who it was either. I think it was Keeley. Fuck if I know, dude. I don't remember. Hey. High school is such a blur. Yeah, we, <laughs> we partied a lot in high school. Yeah. Uh, quite a bit. <laughs> Especially junior, senior year, dude. Yeah, I don't remember anything from junior year. Do you remember year. when I came to school literally out of my fucking mind? Mm-hmm. Like, I was so fucked up from the night before. Like, I was still <laughs> fucked up. Hadn't sobered up at all. I was on a lot of shit, and I just... I was incoherent. Yeah. Like, I, remember, I remember there's one... We were in, I was in Dr. Carruthers' class. Shout out Dr. Carruthers. Yeah. <laughs> one of my goombas. The GOAT. Dude. Uh, he was such an awesome teacher. Yeah, he, he really was. I think he was by far the best teacher at that school. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, Miss Reynolds was cool, too. Yeah, she was really cool. Um, but Dr. Carruthers, you know, he was the only one that... Like, I... Anytime I had one of his classes, I always did really well in. Yeah, yeah. Because he made it interesting. It wasn't boring. Right. It know? wasn't just math. It was yeah, like... Like he... Like there was more to it than And he that. actually cared about... Exactly. His students, you know? Yeah. You know, like... But besides that, I, me and... Uh, see, Amber White and I had a project, to, like a PowerPoint. Because the, the class that I was in with him was Advanced Mathematic Decision Making. Which... That's like some Elon Musk type shit, I right. feel like. But, you know, it's funny. You make that into an acronym and then reverse it, it's MDMA. <laughs> but anyways, that's the side of the point. So I'm on something very similar to that. And I'm in this class. Uh, and Amber and I were sitting there. We're supposed to be doing a PowerPoint. And I got just looked and I realized... Fuck, I'm in Dr. Crowther's class. Like, I don't remember coming in here. <laughs> what period was that? Uh, I think I had him uh, fourth period, right before lunch. Right before lunch? Yeah. Because yeah, I remember I had you in second period, yeah. which was like a computer class. Yep. Pretty and much. then I had government after that, and that's when I peaked again. And then I left there and went to Dr. Crowther's class. I just remember you, because we sat next to each other, and I remember you just, just like, dude. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm like, feeling what? <laughs> He's like, dude. <laughs> Pop like 11 Adderall. <laughs> Shout out Adderall. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, so like I sit down next to her and we're doing our PowerPoint and she's talking to me and I don't remember what the fuck I said. I don't know what I was trying to say. I said something and she's like, what? And wow, you actually have the same facial expression she has. Like, I know what you're talking about. It's like, Amber's funny as hell. I love it. And it like, get married. Whatever came out of my mouth was just a... <laughs> right? And I, all I, I do remember my reply, though. I was like, sometimes I tell jokes <laughs> to make myself laugh. That's <laughs> my life and motto. next thing I know, I'm in, like, seventh period. <laughs> and uh, Wilkie, shout out to Wilkie. Uh, me and him, you know, he was living with me at the time and, you know, we both had the same experience that day and we were walking home we're like, dude, I don't know what it was but as soon as I was like left by myself blacked out, next thing I know it's a bell ringing and, you know, he experienced the same thing too and we looked up to it. apparently we're experiencing micro naps, which is where you're awake but your, but your brain brain's shuts like, down it's like, nah dude <laughs> yeah, no, your I'm brain tired. will literally shut down wow 
Yeah. That's never, fucking crazy. I've never had that experience with that. But I can see, I can understand why. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Don't like, you? that was just a crazy night. But, yeah, dude. Micro naps are fucking crazy. So it's like, it's, and not that like experiencing it is crazy because obviously it is, but you don't realize until after it happens that you've until you after it. you yeah. wake up and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. But then you just think like, what the hell happened? But once you realize that's what it is, and now looking back and now that I realize like how fucking crazy is that that your body will function on autopilot while your brain shuts down. Right. It is just it's. Crazy. But, you, like, but what your like, brain does is just crazy. It's like you're almost not con. You're like almost unconscious, but like, then you wake up and you. I've I've experienced that, but not on like any drug or anything. Just like regularly. Yeah. <laughs> just, I used to fall asleep in school, and almost like hit the desk with my head, and then just wake up yeah. like oh shit. <laughs> you know what's funny is anytime I fell asleep in school, I would always wake myself up. Because I had, the, I would like immediately start having the same reoccurring dream every time really? without fail that I fell asleep in, in school, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm jumping off of like this the top uh, row of like uh, auditorium, right? And uh, like I don't know, it's crazy. It's like I just feel myself falling and I just wake up. Really? Yeah. And like I like I would visibly jump in my desk, you know, in, every single time. See, I would always like, I would always catch myself drooling on myself really? in school. <laughs> like I would wake, like I would take like um, a book and act like I was reading it, mm-hmm. and just lay my head on the book, and I would fall asleep. And then when I wake up, I'd have just a pile of drools on the desk. Bye, Bye babe. We're doing the podcast right now. That was my wife that you guys heard just come in. She is on her way to a friend's house, so she didn't realize that we're in the middle of recording right now. So that's all right. It's cool. yeah. but, My apologies for her fucking rudeness. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! But nah, she's great. It's so, cool though. Like we were best friends in second grade, and the the reason we became best friends was like you just we were always cool in school and talking and shit and then one day you just showed up randomly at my house like you, I hear a knock on the door and I, I open the door and it's like oh what's up Max what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my underwear my tight white yeah <laughs> just like what's up can I come over it's like well fuck you're already here yeah, dude I guess let's go <laughs> I think we went and played like with toy cars or some shit in your dad's trophy room or something like that yeah that was pretty cool and then you moved out of nowhere we was watching Old Yeller in school I think it was Old Yeller or oh, where the restaurant grows and uh yeah I, I thought you was like moving to Atlanta nah like Hotlanta I thought nah. you was going straight there but apparently not I've so, never been to Georgia you never been to Georgia? Mm-hmm. don't <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard that it's like, I mean, I've met people that live there, and they said it's really pretty and everything, you know. Yeah, it's... But as a, from the driver's standpoint, like, all the drivers that I talk to, you know, like, oh, no, you don't want to fucking go to Georgia, dude. Those roads are shitty. They're small. Yeah, it's, like, two-lane yeah. highway. It's almost like going through Louisiana, uh-huh. like, where it's, like, a two-lane highway, but not as smooth. Like, in the in the backwoods and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, fuck that, dude. Like, I almost rather drive to a city than go through the back roads and shit in the semi. It's especially when there's no shoulder. Cause like, right. what happens if I blow up? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait, block that lane, cause there's no shoulder. Right, it's just yeah. a ditch. Just gonna have know? angry drivers. I'm not gonna go off the ditch and you know kill yourself or kill, you know fucking. God forbid, getting a wreck or something. Yeah, you know? or smash some coon ass's fucking dinner. You know, like. It's a roadkill. <laughs> like, yeah. that, that, that's, that's good. <laughs> but, but yeah, like that's one thing. That's probably the scariest thing about driving on like two lane, like small, small, like. Because you take like a two lane highway is not bad. You know, like if it's got a shoulder somewhere you can pull off on for emergencies. But think about it this way: you're driving an eighty thousand pound yeah semi truck. You know, exactly. fifty three foot or whatever your trailer my trailer is forty eight, but right. it's, and it's a split axle flatbed. Okay. Um, but still, you're taking up that whole lane. Like, you get... Yeah, you, there's no room for error. No, yeah. And, like, if you're pat, if another semi's coming and you're on a curve, like... Especially at nighttime. Yeah. Or, you know, bad weather, just in general, even in a clear day, like, there's no shoulder. If it just goes straight ditch, which a lot of, you know, real back-ass roads are. Mm-hmm. Which, for the most part, those kinds of roads, they have load zones and we're not allowed down them anyways, but... <laughs> Yeah, here. <laughs> uh, not every single one is like that. Like uh, in this, here in the state of Texas, um, I think like ninety nine point nine fucking percent of all the FMs, which anybody listening that doesn't know what an FM is, it's basically like a county road. Do they call them farmers market? It's it's FM starts for farm to market or farm road. Yeah, you know, like farm uh, to table. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like a county road, but it's. A little bit beefier. It's not just some dirt road. It's a two-lane highway that runs, you know, from some backwoods place to another backwoods place. I wouldn't really call it a highway, though. It's no. usually just, like, a little road. I mean, Highway 4, that's a farm to market. Right. You know, I mean, it's small. They're really small. You know, it's... And hilly. Yeah. It's a lot of curves. It's a beautiful fucking drive, though. In the springtime, going to Grayford from here. Yeah. I just drove it today with my sister. Um, but, yeah, like... Most of those are uh, rated at 58,000 pounds. Really? And yeah. Your, your so, truck weighs at least 80, right? Because that um, was... When, when I'm low... If I have a full load on, then yeah, I'm right at 80. That's, that's the, the max. max legal limit. Right. Uh, without without a load on and, a, you know, my fuel tanks are full, everything's full, I'm right at like 30,000. I empty That's my empty weight. But do you... So like... When you were fully loaded and stuff, you definitely feel a difference in the performance of the truck. Oh, yeah, dude. Totally. Uh, obviously. You know, in this truck, you know, it, it's a nice truck. What brand is it? It's a Freightliner. It's really comfortable. I'm not a huge fan of Freightliner. Really? Um, I like no. them. They're decent trucks. They look nice. Yeah, like the... But the they're not... Drivability? They're, they're comfortable, but I'm literally driving a plastic palace. That's what everything is nowadays. Uh, I mean, like, it's, there's a reason why ever, like, all the big fleets are running Freightliners. Well, yeah, they're cheaper. Exactly. Right. You know, uh, Freightliners made in Mexico, um, and, you know, they got a good, the motor that's in there, the Detroit DD-15. The Detroit, yeah. Yeah, it's a strong motor. Uh, A lot of, you know, everything nowadays is all electrical, so... You'll hear some truck drivers, oh, these Detroits are all electronic. It's like fucking everything. Everything's is. electronic, dude. You, you can't know, work on a car nowadays without having like a special engineering degree almost. Right? You know, and, 
You know, my personal preference, if I could pick, I'd pick either a Kenworth Mac or a Peterbilt. Hmm. That's what, you know. Kenworths are nice trucks, too. Yes, Kenworths are fucking beautiful. Although, when I was over in Europe, like, we drove a... a Scania? It was, it was a Volvo. Oh. Dude, I like Volvos. They're comfortable trucks. It was cool. Like, that thing would turn on a dime. Yeah, and that's one thing that Pete's and Kenworths don't really do well. Right, they're turn I mean, they radius. still, you know, like, they have decent turn races now, and it also depends on, you know, the model, your wheelbase, and all that, you know, but, you know, those really badass Peterbilt you see going down the road, they fucking long wheelbase, extended hood, you try turning that motherfucker around on a fucking two-lane highway, you're not going to do it. No. Without a trailer, you're still not going to do it. Right. You know, like, I've, and, you know, my truck, I can't remember the exact wheelbase, I think it's like, it's two-something. Like, 270 something foot. Yeah, I think it's like 260, 275 inches, inches not, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not, it's pretty short wheelbase. Uh, I can't, I'd have, I don't honestly know what exactly it is, but it is pretty short. And it's got a fucking amazing turn radius, dude. I have. You whipped it, like, like when you just parked just now when I went and picked you up, you whipped into that Derek Wynn park. I'm like, is he gonna, how's he doing this? And all of a sudden you're like, you're backing up. I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I see you. You know, like, uh, hell, on Thursday, you know, like, I ended up having to get a tire changed, but... Really? Yeah, on the trailer like, or the truck? Well, on the trailer, I had a... Like, all the tra- all my tires on my trailer are actually steer tires, except for one of them was a retread, and that one was about to blow out, and I made it worse on Thursday. Like, I saw it Thursday morning when I woke up, it's like, all right, I'm probably going to need to get that changed today when I go get fuel. Well, the place I made a delivery to, it was a, uh, it was like this. Um, oh no, it was Monday. It was Monday. Uh, it was basically powdered marble. They use it to make plaster for pools. I think I was telling you about this earlier. Uh, they use it to make like the like above ground pools. No, like it's like the plaster, like when they build a pool. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. It almost looks like concrete, but it's not. Well, the place that I delivered to, uh, there was no way to turn around in there. It was barely wide enough. Where was this at? San Antonio. San Antonio? Yeah. I delivered it on Tuesday, not Monday. I drove down there Monday night. Uh, But you pull in there, all the way down to the back, it's probably about 500 yards from the from MacArthur Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was in Oklahoma City, though. I picked the load up. Oh. So this would have been Wednesday morning when I delivered it in Oklahoma City. Um, but yeah, it's about 500 yards from the road. It was where my truck was. And when I got offloaded, I was sitting there looking. And the whole time I was looking, I was like, there's no way for me to fucking turn around. Yeah, where the fuck you am know, I going to go? And, <laughs> on MacArthur Boulevard, I mean, it's not the busiest fucking road in the world. But it's a busy road. Right, there's know? still cars. There's know. still, you So know. you, you got to, like, you got to find your, like, your, your chance, like, and take it then. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would say, uh, like, kind of about as busy as the main Dragon Mineral Wells. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's, it's not, not, like, not, it's not it's stopping not like, traffic. It's not like it's, Houston. No, no, not at all. But this road in particular was like the main drag for like Mineral Wells or Graham, you know, so there's always a fucking car. Right. But it's not like bumper It's more of an annoyance. Yeah. Like, God damn it. So I'm sort of thinking, and I looked, you know, there's another driver that was coming in, but he's, you know, he's in a dump truck. He doesn't have enough trailer, like, 
It's honest. Right, he ain't got enough dick yeah. girth. And pretty much. And I asked him, I was like, hey, man. Uh, I guess I, I was like, I'm going to have to back out of here, right? He goes, yeah. Like, he goes, they used to have this area big enough for you to turn around in, but he goes, now they just make, like, they'll go out there with you and they'll, you know, help block traffic. So, all right. You know, that makes you feel a little bit better. Like, right. And I was like, all right, well, the way I have to go, I'm going to have to shoot my trailer off to the blind side. Now, the passenger side of the truck... <laughs> my blind side's everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, no shit. You don't even know where you're looking half the time. Um, the blind side of the... Or the passenger side of that truck is a blind side. You can't see shit. should have called Sandra Bullock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm sitting there backing up, and the guy that spot... You know, like, that's out there to block traffic and everything, like, he's on my passenger side. All the way at the end of the trailer, so I can barely You can barely see, see him. Barely see him. And uh, all I can see is his hand. You know, he's like telling me to come on and tell me to stop. And then I, you know, the back of my trailer is right on the edge of their driveway. If I go any further, I'm out in the road. And, you know, he's got his hand up and then he's doing it like that. And I was like, all right, fucking send it. Just send it, and right. And so I'm fucking backing do. out. You know, I'm backing into this road. I got my trailer halfway into the road. I was like, all right, well, I'm about to go out. Like, I'm gonna start cutting it, dude. I fucking turn that wheel all the way to the left. Because basically, when you're backing up a trailer, Whichever way you turn your wheel, it's your trailer's going, going the opposite way. So you had to Beyonce that shit. Like, yeah. to the left, to the left. And, you know, like, the driveway is like a normal drop width of a driveway. Right. And you've got a telephone pole on one side. Uh-huh. And you got a, like, a stone mailbox on the other. So you have stone hinge on one side and a fucking pole on the other side. Yeah, so basically, like, right? You gotta, like, shoot that gap and then start turning. No, I had to turn, start turning before it because if I would have waited until after, my trailer would have been across the street. Yeah. The, the street was about the width. It was two lanes for both directions, right? So okay. it was a four lane with the turning lanes. Five lanes, five times eight is like what? 40. 40. 40 right? right? Yeah, it's 40. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I had to basic math. Yeah. <laughs> so like, my trailer would have been like on the sidewalk on the other side if I waited. And so I like I had to start doing it, but I had to watch that mailbox because my truck is my drive tires about are coming right at it. So like I was having to angle it and everything. So I basically threaded a needle while doing a ninety degree blindside curve turn or onto a busy ass road in Oklahoma City. And when I pulled off, like they, they had both sides of traffic stopped. So you fully sent it. Yeah, full <laughs> fucking sent. Full dude. Sin, Like dude. the only thing I was missing was a Canadian tuxedo and a mullet, dude. And a, <laughs> and a fucking bush latte, all right? Some poutine. Yeah, <laughs> some poutine. And then, uh, you know, I get, and whenever I straighten my cab out, I'm perfectly in the fucking second lane on my direction of traffic. Perfectly sitting. You got cars honking at you? Dude, I had people fucking, like, <laughs> piss bump. Oh, like, really? Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, 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 go, bitch. I was like, pop my collar. I was like, that's right, bitch. <laughs> Should have played some 3-6 Mafia. <laughs> I like your little alfalfa hair you got going on. Yeah, there. it's a Cali. <laughs> it's a Cali. I got one, too, on the front. Yeah. Mm. You also got one right there. Mm-hmm. Right there on your your right eye. Yeah. 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 But, but I just spike it up and say, like, fuck it. Fuck it? Yeah. Yeah, Send I went it. to, uh... I went to go get a haircut the other day, and we usually have this girl, this lady, her name's Miss Kitty, we call her. She, uh, she usually cuts my hair. She's been cutting my hair since I was six years old. I walk in there, look around. Where's Kitty at? 
And then I see her husband, Troy, sitting yeah. on the back bench. And he's cut my hair a couple times. But... He's a work with Troy. Really? Yeah, nice guy. Yeah. Nice guy. I liked him. Anyway, he goes, how you doing? You need a haircut? I was like, where's Kitty at? She's at lunch. And so he's like, you need a haircut? And I was like... I kind of stood there for a minute. I was like, well... I haven't had my hair cut by you in a long time. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to do it right now. But I don't want to be rude. I was like, fuck it. Go ahead. Right. I mean, if you don't like it, what, what, all you got to do is cut more off. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Well, my hair's already thin anyway. Mm-hmm. So okay. you cut more off. I'm basically bald is beautiful. You know? Yeah. See, I don't, I don't have that problem. My hair is fucking thick and luscious. Yeah, it is. Yeah, nice beard going on, too. Thank you. <laughs> so... So you you made it finally, right? Hmm? Through the highway. Through the oh, yeah, yeah. I got on there, and I, I ended up going to Tulsa from there to pick up a load and go uh, down there. God, the ride from, like, Oklahoma City to Tulsa is the most boringest drive. It's over I quick. I, dude, I make that drive so many fucking times. I take the toll. I-44, right. it's like an hour and 20, hour and a half. You know. Did you catch any storms while you were up there? Because no. There was a couple good ones. No, I, I hit a little bit of rain in Tulsa, but like, oh yeah, actually I did. There was just rain though, it wasn't anything major, yeah. but the storm well, that I was telling you about earlier though, that I hit when I was in Central Texas yesterday, that was fucking crazy. That was like an act of God type storm. Dude, there's some, like, because moving back from Houston, like, it rains there, but it doesn't like... It doesn't thunderstorm like where you like holy shit when a thunder goes off you like it, it it'll literally sh- it, it'll and the lightning it'll literally shake your house up here dude and it'll it'll like you'll yeah, be dude. dead asleep and all of a sudden boom and you're just like what the fuck was dude, that the storms <laughs> up in this area are fucking crazy they're brutal they're crazy up in the Panhandle too really yeah dude like because it's so like uh, have you ever been up in the Panhandle nah. So the way that I mean, the, have, but the landscape of the panhandle is it's it's super flat. You just have like these fucking plateaus all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. So like, kind of like out of like a western movie, right? Yeah, like, like it's actually it's big pretty for both of us. Yeah, you know it's pretty. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, uh, I've still got some. But um, the way it's like you'll be sitting there and you can look out in the distance and like you'll see storms rolling in, right? And because it's so flat, you can see forever. I mean, yeah, you got the plateaus dotting the landscape. Or I think it's called a plateau, right? It's just basically a flat Plateau top. and valleys, yeah. Yeah. That's what I learned uh, in, like, government class. It's like a black... It's like geology. Badlands type of... Right, they're like right. they're almost as flat as Tom Brady's footballs was in 2015. But they weren't that flat. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what I told... I was having an argument with someone the other day. I was like, dude... You can't argue that Tom Brady's not the GOAT. You can't. Like, you cannot. Right. So, like, a couple PSI, give me a fucking break. It, they got, it was against the Ravens. In that game, they got slaughtered. Like, it wasn't even close. No, it was the Colts. I thought it was against the Ravens that year. No, it was, the, it was against the Colts. It was like the, uh, it was like the. You sure it, it was the, the Colts? It wasn't the conference championship game, but it was... It was a, the divisional round, right? Yeah, it was the divisional round. I, trust me, I'm, who's going to know the answer to that question, right? Yeah, you're a Patriots fan. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's... And, you know, like, when I ar- make the argument for it is... First off, they test all these balls the very beginning... Like, hours before the game starts. And right. they're indoors, right? right? What happens this is when, Foxborough in fucking and January. What happens when it gets cold outside? What happens to your tires? 
They lose, they lose air, pressure. air pressure. You know why? Because that air that was expanded from the heat It's not as dense anymore. It's not as, exactly. You right. know, it's not. So, so you're going to lose a little bit. I mean, I'm sure it's a very minuscule amount, all right? But right. you're still going to lose a little bit of PSI just from the sheer fact that they test them indoors in a heated facility when they like, are like, in Foxborough in January. Yeah, it gets it snows there. It, dude, it's fucking cold. Right. Right? Like, more so than what people in this area understand as cold. Right. Okay? Yeah, I've lived in negative 17 weather before. Yeah, it's I've worked in that shit cold. when I was on the wind farms and up in uh, on the Canadian border in North Dakota. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm not your buddy, guy. I'm not your friend, buddy. <laughs> I'm not your friend, guy. <laughs> Shout out South Park. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so it's like, and then on top of that, like, Gronk's fucking spiking that bitch. Right, so yeah. that lost a couple pounds when yeah. they hit the right turn. <laughs> and it's funny because people are like, oh, well, that's why they won the game. But no. they found it out. They caught it at halftime. At halftime, the score was like 14-7. It was by no means any kind of blowout. Plus, at halftime, all the balls were checked. Everything put back up to where it was supposed to be. And the Patriots came back and slaughtered the fuck out yeah. of the Colts. I think the end score on that game was like 28 to 7 or like 28 14 or. Right. Andrew Luck like had nothing. Who they no. had was the coach back then? Chuck, Chuck Pagano, I think? Uh, was the coach? Pagano? Yeah. Pagano. Pagano? Yeah. Well, so like, yeah. But then Tom Brady also won two Super Bowls after that. Yeah. Okay. Tom Brady also, think about this. He went to Michigan, right? Yeah. He didn't start. Until his junior year, I think. Yeah. And he wasn't... Sophomore, junior year. Yeah. No one was really scouting him. But no, he, he balled was, out in Michigan. Yeah. I mean, he was balling I out mean, in high school. Michigan wasn't like a highly ranked school back then. But, you know, he was pick number 199 in yeah. the draft. Sixth round? Or no, third round. No, no, six rounds. Round. It was six yeah, rounds. Round. 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 Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. And at the time, the Patriots had uh, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. He, he was playing pretty good. And he Bledsoe got injured. was a beast. Right. They had a good team. They weren't picking Brady to be his replacement. No. They were just picking him as a fucking random ass backup. Yeah, that's what I feel like. You know, and like, you know, and then there's people that are like, oh, his stats only that good because he's played so long. It's like, the fact that he's able to play this long should fucking say you something. Gotta, you got to think also he was injured that year. In 08? Yeah. When Matt he, Castle took over? Yep. He had like some kind of Achilles or something mm-hmm. like that that got injured. You know, so like... But other than that, he hasn't really missed a whole lot of time. Like he had that four-game suspension. You know, but other than that, he rarely has missed any kind of right. playing time. And, the amount of different receivers and running backs yeah, he's never had like has gone through that system. They they also say, "Oh, Brady's just a system QB." Yeah, he might fucking be, but Brady and Belichick together—that's well. We'll deadly. definitely find out this year. Yeah, definitely find out this year. The Bucks got Mike Evans. Dude, the Bucks are looking I'm scared. fucking mean. I'm scared. You fucking of them, should dude. be because I'm a Saints fan today. I'm, I'm scared of them this you year. You should fucking be. That's gonna be good. We could see him I'm, twice. I'm gonna be glad to fucking watch Brady and Breeze battle it out. Ooh, man. Twice a year. Too bad we're not gonna see a fucking super, a Brady Breeze Super Bowl, but right. I mean, you can thank the fucking Vikings for that. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> <Fuck off. 
twice, dude. They got us twice. <laughs> but, uh, but, man, like, they just... It's just fucking crazy, man. How do you think the Patriots are going to fare off now? Are, are you... Do you think Belichick's in his final couple years? Uh, I'd say he's probably going to just keep going until he dies. You think? I can see. I can see him doing that. I, I, cause the thing I, is, is he the thing he's about, ooh. way older than he looks. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And he he strikes me as the kind of guy that has nothing else but football. Yeah. You like, yeah, you ever like, seen you ever seen the documentary called "Do Your Job" on the Patriots? It just follows Bill Belichick around oh, and like, really? for the whole for a whole season of like two thousand nine, maybe or okay. fourteen. They had a couple documentaries about him where they followed him the whole season. Anyway, I think the whole the way, do your job thing was like twenty fifteen. Right. Well, dude, that dude, the reason he wins is he prepares. Yeah. Like he's always at the facility. Always, you know, at practices and like, cause they're like, they were having like a, in the documentary, I remember, they were having a, a benefit for like a, the whole Patriots organization for winning the Super Bowl the year before that. Robert Kraft's there, you know, but none of the players were there and Belichick wasn't there. They were fucking at the training facility just practicing. I'm like, dude, that's how you win. Because okay. you work hard. Like, I don't know if you watched the Pat McAfee show. But they, uh, he was talking, they were talking about the Patriots. And he was saying, I don't remember if it was like last year or whatever, or like one of the, some year, uh, it was recent though. It was either, when was the scouting combine? From this year? Yeah. Did they have one? I don't know. I think they. I mean, obviously they had, they had one. No, I don't know if it was before the Rona. It was either this year or last year or something like that. Basically, while all the coaches and everybody's at the scouting, the scouting combine and everything like that, right? And uh, which, you know, like they, the Patriots had their scouts there and everything. And uh, but Belichick wasn't there. You know where he was? At some like D two school, watching a fucking player out in the rain. Yeah, that's that's fucking, that's dedic that's dedication. Yeah. Like that's that's what I love. Like I love people that are like driven like that. Like you look at like the greats of any sport. You get Belichick, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, um, Drew Brees. Rest in peace, Kobe. But yeah, so you feel me? You feel me? So you get these people that are just they're just obsessed with what they do. And that's that's all they think about, you know. So n- nothing can come short of greatness. I feel like, right? Like I was listening. I I watch a lot of Kobe Bryant videos because like he's a he was a great speaker. Like he just you could understand where he's coming from. And he was talking about how someone asked him like, what sacrifices did you have to make throughout your career to you know be that great? And he was like everything. I had to sacrifice everything. I didn't I didn't go on vacations. I never, you know, like just grouped up with players and hung out with them. No, I was at the gym. I was practicing my craft every single day. That's and all dude that's all it takes, man. It was just hard, hard work and dedication. Hard work. Right. You know, and like um 
I was uh, listening to a podcast and there's a guy on there. He was talking about the same subject we're talking about now, and he brought up, you know, about how like uh, Buddy Holly, guy, honestly didn't have a great singing voice. No, he was awful. <laughs> but he worked so hard on every other aspect with it that like it all came together. Right. You know, and I mean, it was powerful music. Right. I mean, I'm not a fan of him, but that doesn't mean. I'm not saying I am either, but you can't deny. You can't deny what the it facts. was, right? You know, you know that's honestly the main key to anything is hard work. You right. want to do like, uh, well, you got to be a little smart too. You got to, yeah, like, but you got to. You can't be retarded. Yeah. Hard. Right, like you've got to have the know-how to do what you're trying to do, and you have to. But that know. also comes with experience too. Yeah. So you know, like nobody fucking gets anywhere in life without any kind of dedication. Right. Like, you know, even like rich kids given with a oh. silver spoon, mm-hmm. they don't do anything with it. You know? Like, Sometimes. For, I don't know, but I like, know a couple of them that like... I'm talking was, about the spoiled ass ones that like uh, take everything for granted. Right. Okay. Like, they're, they everything's off of daddy's money or yeah. mommy's money or... You know, you like know. the... The bur- like the bros... Yeah, yeah like the, the the college bros. Yeah, wearing the the fucking salmon colored shorts that come just above the knee. Right. You know, in a fucking Magellan or uh, Columbia button up shirt that's got the back flap. And, you know, <laughs> with the with that. the Oakley sunglasses. Yeah, yeah the bros. Yeah. I know you're talking about. <laughs> Those they don't have that. Um, they don't have that that hardship of having to actually. Sacrifice their livelihood, they get everything handed to them on yeah. a silver platter. You know, without any kind of hardship or sacrifice, like, I'm not saying it's impossible, but you're not gonna. I mean, yeah, you might have money, you might be successful because you're, it was given to you, but have you ever been around somebody that's that grew up rich? Yes, I have. They're not very interesting people for the most part. Well, in my experience. So. When my dad was racing, he was sponsored by Lucas Oil. Yeah. And Forrest and Charlotte Lucas, Forrest, he was a truck driver like you in the 80s. And he was like, hmm, what can I do to to make some money, you know, and actually get out of this business? Well, he started Lucas Oil. He started it. He built it, right? Right. So he didn't come from the money. No. No, I know you said his son was pretty cool too, right? Well, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. His son Morgan drove for, drove a top fuel car for my dad, and you know he was 23 at the time, you know, and just just a kid basically. Well, now he just recently became president of Lucas Oil, and he deserves it because he actually he worked his ass off. Yeah, and see, he, he worked. He, he gets it. That's he that's my it. point, right? There, he's working. He's working towards it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's just handed to him and he just, right. you know, doesn't care. Right. What I was getting at is like the people who grew up with money, never felt a hardship in their life, never have worked a day in their life. These people are boring fucking people. Oh, yeah. They have nothing in and, uh, to talk about. You know, like there was a, uh, a podcast that was, it was it's an older podcast, uh, not older, older, but within like about a year maybe it was one of Rogan's podcasts and he was talking about the same thing and uh, 
apparently there's actually a relatively high rate of suicide in rich kids. Really? I never thought of that. Because but... when everything is handed to you in life, right? And you never have to work for it. You don't have... Your life almost ends up having no purpose. You have no drive for anything. Everything's given to you. Right. Like, let, let you me have put, no goals. Let almost. me put this in like... I mean, it's kind of a... I don't know. A silly way of putting it. But let's say... Give you a video game. Okay? And it's an RPG. I give you a pre-built character. Levels maxed out. You have every weapon in the game. Are you going to have fun playing it? I think kids will. But you don't have that grind. Like, like You're not... Like, okay. It loses it because part of those kind of games is starting off, building your character the way you want. Right. Setting up your path. And achieving goals along the way and working towards those goals, right? Mm -hmm. That's what makes those games like Skyrim or Fallout or any RPG fun is the fact that you're literally starting from nothing. And building something. The whole point of playing a video game is to beat the challenge. Is to achieve something. Yeah, you're achieving stuff. It's a challenging thing, right? Right. Although we're sitting there fucking jacking off and eating Cheetos while playing the game. (laughs) <laughs> but our mind is working still, right? Right. The whole point of what that I'm trying to make is that in that sense, those games are only fun because it's a challenge. You know, like anytime I try to create a new character on Skyrim, I get to like level 30 or 50 and I'm just killing everybody. It's no longer it's not a challenge. Fun. It, it loses it. It right. loses all fun for me. Right. I'll start over. Okay. Because it's like this isn't fun anymore. You know? I mean, I've played that game so many fucking times, so, like, it's... I've only played it, like, once or twice. Dude, I get sucked in. I think you get sucked into it. Yeah. Like, but... But there's... There's games now where it's almost, like, pay-to-play. So, like, you, you have these kids now that are just, like, have daddy's credit card and actually... Just buy the upgrades to where... Like with Fortnite, the, you can buy V-Bucks and you get all kinds of shit, you know? Right. And yeah. that's, that's kind of shit. It's kind of shitty, I think, in video games now. Like all the all the microtransactions yeah. and DLCs. I mean, yeah. DLCs are cool, but like when you... When you I think have DLCs to, are a really, really good thing. Yeah. It keeps you playing the game. That's true. That's true. You know, like... You know, my son, Zach, he likes to play Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, he's five years old and he's really good at it. I know that they keep you, like, I guess the servers keep you with players that are kind of like equally level. matched. I've never yeah. played a game my before. Five-year-old, my five year old son is getting solo wins. Okay. Anybody that's played Fortnite knows how hard that is. Ask Elisha, he might have like 20 or 30. Hmm. And he's been playing it for years, right? My son started playing this about six, six, eight months ago. But you know, and he he asked for V bucks and stuff. But like when he buy, what he buys is like skins. You know, like basically like attires, like, yeah, like dress dresses and different gun skins or stuff uh, like more that. More like right? uh, like different outfits, stuff like that for your character to wear. You know, like right. Uh, it's just cool. It's not like he's using it to get an advantage right. in the game. I don't honestly think you can. 
I don't think they allow that. I think that, like, you get game passes and you get achievements and stuff like that, and you unlock, like, you can't unlock new guns because the guns are already in the map. You don't start off with the, and stuff like that, right? Like, you have to find them. But, like, he'll use V-Bucks, which is, like, their currency. Mm-hmm. Like you buy V-Bucks and, you know, X amount gets you whatever. But, you know, like, uh, but I guess Bethesda... With uh, Fallout shout 76. Out, shout out Bethesda. They make some with great like games. Uh, Fallout 76, which I haven't played, but it's like an online game or whatever. And same thing with Elder Scrolls Online. Like they make these microtransactions to give you an advantage. Right. Uh, I guess they're, re- they're redoing it all. I guess mm-hmm. there's supposed to be some overhaul, which I haven't played them. I mean, like we talked earlier, I still play on a 360. <laughs> and I'm literally playing Fallout New Vegas right now. Like... <laughs> I've never you been. Step, you gotta step it up, dude. Dude, I've never. <laughs> Xbox One, PlayStation Four. That I have the never PS5 had so. the current system. Ever. Really? Yeah, you did. You had a Dreamcast. Yeah, that was the one but, fucking time. I mean, the Dreamcast kind of faded out to the PlayStation. So that sucks, dude. The Dreamcast was, it was just a shit. It was a cool ass system. I, I still have a Dreamcast. Really? It's in there. No shit. Yeah, it's in the living room right now. I remember going over to your house and like, playing Hydro Thunder, Thunder, dude. We never. Like, you, we were trying to unlock all the boats so that you could drive, and we never unlocked the Titanic. We never did. We tried so fucking hard, and god damn it, I still went on to try to unlock it. <laughs> I don't have Hydro Thunder, man. No, we'll buy it. <laughs> I've got it. If anybody's listening to this, you know, <laughs> get us Hydro Thunder. <laughs> we'll do a Twitch. <laughs> I've never streamed a Twitch. Yeah, ever. neither have I. I don't, but, like, I don't like playing multiplayer games, and I don't know why. I don't either. I don't even like playing online games. It's because, that's what I mean. It's because, like, a lot of kids are so good at it that you have no chance of winning, right? <laughs> I feel like. You know, it's like me, you know, like, I know we're still young, right? Like, yeah. Relatively speaking, we're still young. We're still in our 20s. But I don't feel like I'm in my 20s, dude. I live no. the life of a middle-aged man. Really? No, I still feel like a child. No, dude. Like, <laughs> literally, I am a father and a husband. I've got two kids. I work my ass off Monday through Friday. I come home. I drink beer on the weekends, and I do it all over again. Right. I literally live the life of a fucking middle-aged <laughs> <laughs> Like, think about it. You think you're going through your the only thing, The <laughs> only difference between me and someone like my dad is I'm not wearing... The big ass white New Balances and some. You're not willing to grow the barbecue grillers. No, I'm bro, not. get you a pair. <laughs> I, I honestly want to. <laughs> Shit. And get like the, like the really like the cheap ass Walmart denim pants, you yeah. know? Because like the know. the early blue, like yeah. the light blue ones, not the not the new style. Yeah. No, not these dark denim. No. Like the like denim the dad pants, and like like you gotta denim, have a denim. Pl- denim. You gotta have a black belt and like your shirt tucked in. Yep. <laughs> Just on the grill. <laughs> with, a, with an apron that says kiss the chef kiss the chef or whatever. You know, and because I mean you know, and someone that listens might that knows us might know. But dude, I throw down on that smoker. Yeah, you are a smoking motherfucker. Yeah. I was watching um uh Diners Drive Ins and Dives the other night. Oh really? Like Godfrey Gosh, Harry, that's my nigga. And uh he was at this barbecue place, and man, it was a um, it was actually like a barbecue truck, like a food truck. Nice. And he had a smoker built into the the truck, and I was like, dude, that is badass. Yeah. I've never smoked anything, but 
You know, I want to learn. That would I'll be... teach you, dude. I have no problem teaching you. Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> Anything I... I need to know about meats, I go to Max Parker. <laughs> like, what kind of meat you like? It's a brisket. I'm like, Arby's, man. I got the meats. <laughs> but, yeah, dude. I've you been... had Arby's tonight, did you? <laughs> I did, actually. I had a traditional Greek gyro. Really? Yeah. I, uh, last time I ate Arby's, I had For a... gyro, gyro, however the fuck you say it, dude. I had a, uh... Half pound beef and cheddar. God damn, I thought I was a fat fuck. Dude, it was good as fuck. It was right when... By the way, he's cross-eyed and I'm fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am on the heavy side of a dad bod. Yeah. Not fat fuck side, but I... You know. uh, I'm on the heavy side of the right eye. It just kind of... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like... If you I'm, ever see this guy in public, he's not... He's really not staring at you because he doesn't even... He, he's looking the other direction. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like what kind of you have a, like a specific type of smoker that you like, or you like? You ever tried the wood, the, like the pellets? Yes, I have used a pellet grill once, and so the problem I have with them, which I have no problem with people using them, use whatever the fuck you want. You know, you do you. Still, it's your life, right? You know? Except for propane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I may like King of the Hill, but that's one thing me and Hank disagree on. Right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, the thing with the pellet grill is it takes the art out of it. What do you mean? Like the actual... So, the hardest part about smoking... Let's just use a brisket. For example, right? Because Texas is known for brisket. Yeah, that, that's our shit. Yeah. You know, we are we a... We don't fuck around with We're brisket. beef state. Right. More particular... In particular... Nolan Ryan beef. Great A beef. We are a brisket. Yeah. Like brisket. But you don't, you don't come to Texas for no sausage. Well, yeah, you do. We're also known for our sausages. But more well known for our brisket. Right. right? You know... And kind of like how the Carolinas are about that pulled pork, you know, like Mem- that pulled pork. Memphis, St. Louis and Memphis about them reeds. All I'm saying is, if you ever go to Memphis, Tennessee, and you get a black guy's barbecue from Memphis, Tennessee, that shit is gonna be off the chain. Yeah. It is gonna be delicious. Yeah. You have a black guy barbecue for you, for you, and then you will change your life. There's a guy <laughs> that's in uh, east, out in east Texas, in uh, Lone Star, Texas, small, small town. Real small. Like, uh, I listened to the podcast on my way home mm-hmm. that you and uh, Priscilla did. You know how she was talking about their rival being Mount Vernon? Yeah. It's over in that area. Mount okay. Vernon's, like, off of uh, I-30, probably about, I don't know, two, two and a half hours east of Dallas. I don't know my directions, east, west, south. Dude, north. you don't even know which direction you're looking. <laughs> All right, so New York is east. Obviously. LA is west. I mean, I know that, but... Okay. Like, if you were to, like, point me, like, say... Say I'm going towards, like, Fort Worth, and you'd be like, Oh, Ed, go east here, go south here. I'm a dumb fuck, I wouldn't... East, I wouldn't west, north, south. Right. Wichita Falls is north of us. Right. Fort Worth is west of us. Mm-hmm. Or east of us, I'm sorry. Huh? Graham, <laughs> Graham is west of us. Mineral Wells is south of us. The south side, south side. Fucking Mineral Hills. It's a shitty town. God, that is the most awfulest town ever. Although they got a cool ass hotel. 
You remember, did you ever go with us to break in that motherfucker? Yeah, we stayed the night there one night. Yeah, we used to get... There's a hotel there called the Baker Hotel. Now, it's it's pretty... Kennedy fucked Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> he got like, his balls of, wet in that song, bitch. That is the hotel's claim to fame. That is where... Alright, so... Sorry, guys, if it just cut off randomly. as uh, a new to podcasting app. There's Joe Biden. Huh? There's Joe Biden. What, you touched me? No, I farted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Did you touch me? So, yeah. Uh, anyways, go ahead. Well, yeah, sorry to cut off. I guess you can only have an hour-long podcast with uh, this app. And so, yeah, obviously we've been talking for more than an hour. But, yeah, we were talking about this uh, this hotel called the Baker Hotel. It's about 30 minutes what is it, east, west, north of us. South of us. <laughs> South of us. And honestly, it's, it's, it's a beautiful hotel. Like, they, you can have, it was running from, like, I think the 30s or 40s, maybe. I don't know, but it it, it they uh, shut down operations in the I want to say the 70s or 80s. I'm not sure the history of it, but very beautiful hotel. Um, they had like a, a ballroom and uh, a bunch of rooms. Like I had, they even had a presidential suite. Shout out JFK. Uh, that you could you could go up in and we we allegedly broke in there a couple well, times. And we also allegedly <laughs> threw toilets and mattresses and shit out the windows. I remember that. I remember you were there that night that we stayed the night, huh? Yeah. I mean, we didn't stay there as in sleeping. We got there late at night and didn't leave until the morning. Yeah, because the cops were patrolling the area. Yeah. We didn't well, want to get caught because we it's been condemned. There. The very first thing we do every time, man, we go all the way up to the belt tower, get all blizzied up. Get, yeah, smoke some weed. And yeah. then, uh, you know, back in those days, and then we'd wait, work our way down, just exploring the fucking hotel, fucking right. shit up. This is a massive hotel, by yeah. the way. It's not your normal size Holiday Inn. No, this thing <laughs> is fucking massive. Like, almost anywhere you're at in the town of Inner Wells, you can see this son of a bitch. They're actually redoing it. That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I guess they're making some progress because there are lights on at one point, and I remember when we were going through that son of a bitch. We were so, tore down the electrical. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, it was like, all torn out. Yeah, there. someone else tore down the electrical. I mean, it's a, it's literally a town with a huge mess problem. Like, what'd you expect? There wasn't gonna be any fucking <laughs> copper in that son of a bitch. There's no copper in here. <laughs> you know, like we were walking in the dark because none of us thought it'd be a good idea to bring flashlights. Yeah, we didn't. Use well, then our... again, it probably is better because. It gives the spooky factor to it. Like, this is... But also, you know, people will be able to see the flash. Wasn't it on, like, a, uh, one of those ghost shows? Yeah, it was on a ghost show. Um, I don't know if it was Ghost Hunters or whatever, but one there was... One of those gay-ass ghost shows? Like, ooh, I see a ghost. And they have, like, that... <laughs> they walk in. <laughs> There's ghosts in here. I can feel them. I can feel the energy. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? You know, feel me? Just, like, in the side. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me, but You ghost. <laughs> you ghost ass song bitch it's just JFK <laughs> he got no brain <laughs> oh but he's getting brain from fucking Marilyn <laughs> man she was when I think of Marilyn Monroe like back in the 50s like she was I think it was 60s 
Really? Kennedy was domed in the 60s, dude. <laughs> 63. Was it 63? Yeah. I guess it had been late 50s to right. mid-60s. But Marilyn Monroe was the actress. Yeah. She was... Yeah. Wasn't she, she in Playboy? Probably. I would be surprised. Right? Hugh Hefner, rest in peace. Hugh Hefner. Yeah. The goat. The, the, <laughs> I, I want one of those um, Hugh Hefner robes. Yeah. It, you know they're called uh, smoking robes. Because the reason why they call them smoking robes because they're so thick. Um, you know, back in like the, the age of the gentleman, right? <laughs> what, uh when men would go to gentlemen clubs and stuff like that, you know, they'd be smoking cigars and everything while they wore these robes. Yeah. And, uh, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they would wear these robes so the smoke would land on the robe so whenever they left, they'd take it off. They don't smell like smoke. Right. The robe smells like smoke, but they're not wearing it now. They're wearing their normal clothes. It's called a smoking robe. No shit. Yeah. I did not know that, but that's interesting. Well, I'm full of random bullshit information that nobody (laughs) needs to know, but... Now you fucking know. <laughs> the smoking group. That, that's, that's my ex. That's my field of expertise. Nonchalant information. Yeah, just <laughs> unneeded info. <laughs> so, so like, you 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 uh, used to smoke cigarettes, right? Yes. How long did you smoke cigarettes for? See, I started smoking cigarettes when I was fuck sixteen, I think. So before the legal age, yeah, which is 21 now, which is bullshit. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, you can. Let's be honest. You can go to war, but you can't have a cigarette. Yeah, dude. I mean, Same argument that there was for booze too, man. It's fucking stupid, man. That's dumb. So you started smoking at 16. Yep, I started smoking at 16. Actually, no, I started dipping at 16, uh, and then started smoking short. No, do you remember that time that you, me, and Wilkie smoked a cigarette in your backyard? No. You don't remember that? We were probably high. Wilkie? No, dude, we weren't even smoking weed at this point in time. What were we smoking? This was like sophomore year. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Wilkie and myself stayed the night at your house. And we were in your backyard. Oh, I remember that. And I Wilkie it, with the pool, right? Yeah. That was when ZB... Yeah, yeah that was when ZB, like... Who did he hit on the head? Alex Warner? Was that that night? I don't remember Remember when he like jumped in the pool and he like kneed oh, Alex Warner in the yeah. head? <laughs> but yeah, Wilkie accident? brought three marble Marlboro silvers or ultralights back th- in the day. Three of them. Yeah, I brought three of them, and you, me, and him smoked them. <laughs> that was my first cigarette. Really? Yeah, and uh, I remember we were choking up, and then like years down the road, I'd been smoking for a few years. I I smoked a uh, ultralight, and I was like. The fuck is this? Like, <laughs> this I'm not puffing here, air. I got the hiccups. <laughs> That's all I got. I didn't even get smoke out of it. I was just getting hiccups. But uh, but yeah, and then uh, not too long after that, um, Guzman, not Amber, but her brother, Jonathan. Yeah, I was working at uh, at the time as marketplace. Now it's Lowe's. It's our grocery store here in town. The one that we have. In yeah, town. the one because they shut down. They shut down. Diamonds. They shut down every other grocery store, and they're overpriced. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. But yeah. anyways, uh, I was working, and Jonathan Guzman came in, and he comes up and goes, "Hey man, I just turned 18." I was like, "All right, cool." You know, like, <laughs> do you want a cookie or right? He goes, he goes, "Well, do you, do you need anything?" <laughs> like, like, like he's your fucking plug. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "Well, I'll take some 
uh, skull wintergreen pouches. Oh, right? pa- you started off with pouches. Yeah, I started off with pouches. And so it was different pouches. And, like, eventually uh, there was this guy named Sergio that started working there. So it was hard. It was Big hard. Sergio? Uh, yeah. 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 And um, it was hard for me to get somebody to buy me, you know, a candy. Really? Yeah. Even though, like, you work there? Yeah. And Sergio smoked. And so at the end of the very, you know, and I closed every night. So me and him would sit outside and smoke a cigarette and then I'd walk home. So I ended up switching to cigarettes. And, you know, my mom was a smoker. So it was just easier to get, get my hands on them. Right. You know, so my mom smoked uh, Camel Number no. 9s at the time. Oh, that's where you got your camel start at, was your yeah. mom. Yeah. Uh, she didn't know that I was still in cigarettes for her, but... <laughs> you were still in uh, cigarettes for your mom. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be asleep. I was like, fuck this, I'm going to go grab a couple out of there. And she never said anything to me. I don't think she ever... She probably knew, right? I have a feeling um, like your mom knew. She, I mean, she eventually found out, but by How'd the time you she... find out? Um, I got caught behind Tiger Den. At with, school? Yeah. Because we had open... Our freshman and sophomore year, we had open campus lunch. Yeah. And we could just, we had an hour for lunch, or I think it was an hour for lunch. Yeah, we minutes. had an hour for lunch. Right. So we could just, lunch period came, you'd go in your car and you'd go to wherever and eat lunch. Yeah. So you got caught at lunch behind Tiger Den. I was with uh, Leslie Guest and Chris <laughs> Little. And I had a pack of Camel Crush. And, uh, I don't remember which cop it was, but I had two packs of cigarettes in my backpack. Was it McGee? It might have been, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had two packs of cigarettes Dude. in my backpack. I had a pack of Camel Crush, and I had like a pack of uh, Camel, Camel Turkish Royals or something like that. Oh, you had two packs of cigarettes. You yeah. balling on a budget back then. Well, the cop was like, are these both yours? I was like, yeah. Like, I'm not a fucking snitch. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit there and pass my shit off on somebody else. Like, yeah, that's mine anyways. You know, right. Regardless if they were or not, that's mine. They're You're like, not going to Takashi 69 yeah. it. You're not going to snitch. Yeah, no, I ain't no fucking... That's a fucking clown. Um, but yeah, so like he was like, well, you sure it wasn't that black kids? Because they're menth- menthol. I was like, no, they're Because <laughs> they're menthol. <laughs> right? like, I was like, they got the cools. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, dude, like, no, they're mine. Like, and it, I don't know, <laughs> like, aren't those black kids? It was just like one of those moments where you looked at someone and like, really? Like, you're going to you're you're really do that? Just because it's like, a menthol? Like, are you get really the fuck out of here. You know, like, frame this off with someone? <laughs> like, no. And I mean, also... The dude's not all black. Like, he's half white. Like, cool as fuck, by the way. Yeah, and he didn't want one of the crushes. He wanted one of the fuck. He wanted the royal. You know yeah. what I mean? Shout out but, Chris uh, Little. Yeah, shout out Chris Little. Uh, but yeah, so I ended up... He's like, they're like, all right, well, when you guys get back in, you know, you guys didn't go directly to the principal's office. We're going to handle this. So I was like... Okay. <laughs> okay. So he left. He, he took what I had and he left. And, you know, we had like 15 minutes left at lunch. And I was, you know, the Tiger Den. It's a, it's a store, convenience store, like literally across the street from the high school. Well, the old high school. It's now the middle right. school now. But, uh, so instead of going back to class, I just fucking walked home. You skipped the rest of the day? Because you were like, this. fuck this shit. And I called my mom and was like, hey, look, this happened. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, this is what happened. She goes, well, where are the years? I was like, yeah. Was your mom like... Like, she, really? she was, like, 
like it was hard for her to comprehend that I was smoking cigarettes, right? Right. I was like, yeah, mom, they were mine. I am smoking cigarettes. I have been for a while. And like she was kind of disbelief, but like she said, you know, she started kind of talking to me like, well, you know, you really shouldn't be doing this. And I was like, mom, you have no room to fucking talk. You were smoking before you, when you were underage. Like, yeah, my parents like, started smoking, I feel like at a young, young age, like yeah. 14. You yeah. know? My dad used to tell me about how he used to just fucking walk into a store and, and buy them and like, buy them out of a fucking vending machine when he was like fucking 14. Yeah. So, I mean, cigarettes are obviously terrible for your fucking health, but I mean, if you're going to smoke them, I feel like you're going to start smoking them around that age of 15, yeah. 16, 17. I don't feel like... I mean, I'm sure there's some 12-year-olds that are like... Maybe now. Dude, dude apparently 12-year-olds are fucking now. Yeah. Maybe now. I was like, now is a little bit different. Because they are vaping now. Like, in schools, yeah. they have, like, the jewels and shit. Apparently, it's a hot thing. The hot ticket. The it's puff been, bars. Dude, like, I like the puff I like the puff bars. The jewel. You got me hooked on those, by the way. <laughs> Shout out, puff bar. Big Tobacco, hit me up. <laughs> uh, Where you at, RJ Reynolds? <laughs> Philip Morris? You heard me? You heard me? But, uh, like, the whole jewel thing is fucking retarded. I don't like the jewel. Um, I have one. Actually, never wanted to buy one because I thought they were way too fucking expensive for what they were. I got mine for like nine bucks. I bought mine with, with yeah, with the with the refill with, pack. Too. Yeah, like I bought the starter kit and the refill pack for five bucks because they were on clearance at a fucking convenience store because, out in the middle, of fucking nowhere. Because they were not selling, and I was like, why are these? Like, dude, we like we've had these here for like three months, and we've sold one. Right. So we're just trying to get rid of them at this point. Hmm. So right. purchased. Right. <laughs> Sign me up. Coach. I don't. I haven't even used a full cartridge out of it, and I've had it for three months. Really? I. You don't get any fucking flavor off of it, you know. Like I, you don't really get a big hit. Like these puff bars, you got they are got like thirty a, times better. They got assorted flavors. Yeah, like this one is a peach ice. Tastes like a peach drink. No shit. Let's try it. Oh wow! Yeah, it does taste peachy. Yeah, and like and they, I'm not a peach fan, but that tastes good. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've never really been one for the the pods or disposables until I like these because of the convenience. But I, dude, I I still got my douche flute, which right. is what I call you know a, a, an actual vape with the sub ohm tank. Fuck but, it, you're such a bro. <laughs> when you come down to it, you're such one of those bros. Yeah, <laughs> but at least I call myself out. Right. That's why like, I purposely call this the douche flute because I know it's douchey, but I will tell you this. When I switch from smoking cigarettes to vaping, I breathe better. I feel better. You like, say you breathe better, but like I see the clouds that those vapes produce and... They're massive. They're so massive. But here's the thing, okay? Like, there's a uh, college... Of, I don't know, like, there's some kind of, like, health organization, but it's, like, college of something. That's the CDC, in, nigga? No, this <laughs> is in the United Kingdom. Oh, British. Yeah. It's, like, a college of of health or science or something like that. I can't the remember. College of bad teeth. <laughs> We're not talking about English dentistry. Uh, there is no dentist in Britain. <laughs> no. But, uh, anyways, there, I can't remember what the name of the fucking college. 
the actual name of this college or something or something college, right? Right. But basically, it's kind of, I guess it's close to our form of the CDC. I'm not really sure. But uh, they did a, a massive study on it, right? Because this has been around for over a decade. It's been around longer than that, dude. But, like, it's just now the first, really getting prominent. The first electronic cigarette, I, I watched a Netflix, um, like, documentary, I guess, on yeah. it. It was called Explained, and they were talking about vaping. And the first one, apparently, was, like, in, obviously, China yeah. <laughs> in the 1990s. Where my, most of the stuff is made. Right. Um, Fucking juice. No, not the... I'm not talking about the juice. The, I don't buy foreign-made juice. I buy U.S. juice. But most, like, the... The mods, which is the box, and the, the actual tanks. apparatus. Yeah, they're they're mainly made in China. Uh, you, I don't know which companies do, but I know there's some companies that manufacture here in the U.S. and you can actually buy custom made ones from like a dude that makes it. You know what I mean? I and, feel like that'd be sketchy though. No, dude, because they're I feel like that would blow they're mechanical. They're mechanical. It's got some kind of electronic part to it though. No. Yes. Other than the battery. Like there's okay, so there's different kinds. Okay, so this is a regulated regulated mod, right? Right. So I got my batteries in here, and it's got a chipset in it. And whenever I put a new coil, which is that metal thing in the tank, when I put one of those on, it'll show up like new coil, and I have to hit hit yes or no. When I hit right, yes, right? Because obviously the new coil is gonna work better than the old. Well, coil. no, it's just it's gonna adjust to that coil automatically. That's it's what gonna I put mean. it. In, it's gonna put it in the wattage range that that coil is because showing it's because of the resistance, right? Right. It's better. Well, yeah, a new coil is going to be better There's less than resistance oil. in the new coil. That's actually not true. That is when, true. When you, train, when you change out a coil, you're changing it out because that other one gets burnt and it starts tasting Which like Which has high resistance. And it's, not the good kind of butt. It tastes like bad butt. Like? Like hasn't been clean. Like burnt popcorn and just asshole? Like if Rosie O'Donnell and Whoopi Goldberg were scissoring assholes. Who's the asshole? Middle of no, like they're scissoring each other's assholes in July after the chili festival in Texas because the heat. No, say Oklahoma. Oh, make no, it yeah, yeah, make no it one likes Oklahoma. Home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so and it's still fucking hot up there. So, you know, but uh, but yeah, so that's why you change them out, right? The coil itself isn't going bad. It's just getting burnt, like the juice, the residue. Yeah. From it, it's carving yeah, it like, up. Basically. Right. It's just, just And like, so it just gets, it just starts tasting really bad and that's when you change them out. But anyways. It gets higher resistance. Uh, this, so this is a regulated mod. Okay. Uh-huh. I can change the wattage on it and if the batteries start get, like overheating, the mod won't fire. I won't, right. it won't let me do it. Right. Right. So it's safe. It's safety features basically. Right. It's regulated. It doesn't, now mechanical mod, all it is is a tube or box with batteries in it and a button. And you just... You, and you if, screw your... tank. Your, you don't want to use a sub If it decides sub-ohm. to blow up at a random time, Yeah, it's you don't gonna... use a sub-ohm tank, which is what this is, on those kinds of mods. You use what's called a... Uh, like a... It's like a rebuildable, right? Right. And uh, like an RDA. God, you sound so douchey right now. Well, <laughs> saying, <laughs> uh, which that one, like... You know, you actually have like this little deck on there and you put a coil in it and you tighten it down and then you thread your cotton through. There's no tank, so you actually have to drip onto it. Why like that drip, son. Yeah. So, you know, you got to do that boom, wah, 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 drip, 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 all right? And, you know, that 
on a RDA, but that's so the mechanical mods, those are the ones you got to really be careful with because when you make when you put that coil in there, and you especially if you're building your own coils and not just buying pre-made coils, like you need to test your fucking resistance. Right on or there. You, you see how many ohms it has. Yeah, you right. got that ohms is your resistance. Right. So you got to test that because if the battery you have in there is pushing too much juice for the coil. Like there's too much power going to that coil and the coil can't handle it. What's going to happen? That battery is going to overheat and it's exactly. going to start venting. Yeah. And when a battery vents, it's, it's shooting hot gas, gold, like hot liquidy gassy shit out. Like right. the guy that had one blow up in his face and burnt half his face off. What, you know what he had? He had a mechanical mod that was way too overpowered on a coil that had way too small of a resistance. Like we're talking like point oh oh like point oh one. Like this one is a I can't see because my fucking tank is so scratched up. So like, you know, like on on spark plug wires and shit. Yeah. We on the on drag racing like in, on top fuel cars we have to test the resistance of the actual wire and see okay. And they have a set amount 0. of... 0.13 ohms on here. Yeah, they have a set amount of oil, of ohms that you're supposed to be at. Like, anything like your truck, on your truck, you get a Ford on the coils. It's supposed to have a set amount of what they call primary resistance and secondary resistance. And you can measure those. Same thing. Same physics. You know. Science, bitches. Science. the science. But... Stephen Hawking. Anyway. He died. Mm-hmm. Damn. Do you think he died a virgin? No. Or do you think... He wasn't always like that. I thought he was. No, he, was he wasn't like born that. that way. It just happened over time. It was a, a disease that he had. Oh, a degenerative... Degenerative... How you said yeah, that? Yeah, degenerative... Ah, <laughs> degenerative disease. Yeah. <laughs> it was a DD, by the way. Yeah. Not designated drunk. <laughs> or designated drunk. <laughs> Uh, what yeah. if what if he was just acting the whole dude, he time? Like two, like a year or two ago. Yeah, that dude would like. I saw a really funny yet fucked up meme. It was like a, a picture of Stephen Hawking. And he was like in his chair, and it was like a stairway, and at the top it said heaven. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's just in his chair, like he's just in purgatory for no life. There's no <laughs> it's stairs. But <laughs> fuck, <laughs> just him saying fuck to the computer. But he was—he was. What a he brilliant was mind, though. Oh yeah, dude. He was like super smart. Like he makes us look retarded. I feel like. Well, I mean, he makes a lot of people retarded. Yeah. Especially us. I mean, and we're not dumb by any means. I mean, we may fuck around and fucking act dumb, but we're not stupid. I don't. Like you look at a guy like Eli Musk. Oh yeah, dude. But but I feel like I feel like he has a form of Asperger's. You know I've what I mean? Heard that that, like he's like yeah. that smart. Yeah. But like we have a couple friends I feel like that have that smartness to him. Yeah. Shout out Caleb Fanning. <laughs> I was gonna say Caleb. I, I feel like he has. By the way, heart. Keep that guy in your head. I feel like Caleb. Is that smart? Because, like, 
when we were in like seventh grade, sixth grade, he was already building his own computers and like just coding already. The only thing, man, I just wish you would do something with it. And if you're here, if you do listen to this, Caleb, do more than what you're doing right now because you got a lot of potential. You just need you to do. explore it. And like, you're pretty funny. <laughs> like we always had class together, and he was always cracking me up every fucking day in class. Like we had Where's the same hat for ten fucking years. <laughs> that Bowser hat, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh, Caleb's a good guy, great yeah, guy. I like him. Yeah, but he's a good dude. Did you um I feel like as we get older, you know, they say the the older you get, the wiser you get. Yeah. Sometimes I don't feel like that. I feel like I'm getting stupider. Meaning in this age of technology, sometimes when people like text me and stuff, I don't know what to say to them anymore. Like, yeah. so I just leave them on red. Like, I don't know how to put the words together to actually. Wiser isn't always necessarily about knowledge, it's just also about outlook. Your outlook on things change. That's and if true. it changes for the better, it's wiser. You know? Like, my outlook on shit is way different than it was when, you know, I was fucking 19. Right, but we were also getting high at 19. <laughs> we don't get high anymore. No, I don't know. You don't either. No. So, um, I gotta go pee real quick, so. All right. I'll be right back. Well, anyways... While he's taking a piss, I guess I need to fill the void here. Um, I don't know if we said this earlier, but uh, when we lost, when we had a we had a little technical difficulty, it stopped recording on us and started listening to it. And I realized I didn't actually introduce myself. So uh, and if I did, well, I'm doing it again. I'm Max, by the way. Uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm 27, I'm a husband and a father of two, and I have three if you want to consider well, Doobie over here. I introduced you. It's Max Parker, by the way. Yeah, Max Parker. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 20, you know, like I said, 27, father of three. I've got a son named Zach, daughter named Alana, and I've got an adopted son named Doopy. <laughs> That's me, by the way. Everybody calls me Doopy because they can't say my last name, which is Dupuy. Yeah. And so... We also had a lot of Zacks. That's why I named my son Zach. We had a lot of, we had like how many Zacks? We had probably like seven or eight Zacks that we all hung out with. Yeah. And our town's very small. Was it like five thousand people? I think six, right? Is it six now? It might be even more. I mean when we were in high school our we were a two A school. I guess now they're like a three A or four A. Yeah, but I feel like they just moved them up. Yeah, I think they're like, hey, you know. But our graduating class had sixty three people. Really? Yeah. I Wanna know how I know I, that? Because you were number 63 on the class. I went into our senior... <laughs> okay, I went into junior year, like, 15th out of, like, 75 or whatever, right? Because we had a few dropouts. But because I got so fucked up, did so many different drugs, did nothing but party, and never got, went to school, I lost all credit for my second semester of junior year. A hard senior year, we party every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, nothing okay. changed for we me. We had a kegger 
for a year straight. Remember that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, like my senior year, I had to do, or I guess our senior year, I had to make up my half of my junior year and do my senior year. So I had so much fucking shit on my plate. Plus, we were getting fucked up constantly. I just, I stopped doing homework. I right. got by solely on tests. Right, me too. <laughs> so like, I understood what the teacher was talking about, but I wasn't. Gonna I just never did my work, but I always aced a test. But, but I mean, I, I was just... homeless for the most of senior year. Were you really? Yeah, I was couch surfing. Cause I, so I moved out of my mom's when I was mm-hmm. seventeen. Right, I turned eighteen halfway through senior year. So, uh, when senior year was starting, I moved out of my mom's. Right. And we all just arguing at the time. Yeah. No, I moved out uh, junior year. That's why I ended up failing half of it because I was literally homeless. I was couch surfing basically. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I remember, there was a time now. where I was staying with my grandma. Yeah. And then I'd stay with you know my uncle Will. That's how your you and your wife met. Was you was at your grandma's? Yeah, that was later. I oh. moved back. I ended up moving back there. But this time around, I was uh, I actually had a room, like up in my mom my grandma's attic, and when I came back, that had all been transformed into like Mikey's lair. Your uncle Mikey. Yeah, my uncle Mikey. And uh, Hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so my when me and Allie met, I was sharing room with Mikey and Stephen Lowther at my grandma's. You had a three way with Mikey and Stephen Lowther? No. Not a three way, like really, we, but we, the three of us. Yeah, we're sharing a room together. We were sharing a room. You know, like there was two beds in there, so like we would take turns on who got to sleep on the beds. And whoever was the odd man out had to sleep on the couch out in the living room. What y'all pay play the rock scissors for? No, we just took turns. Like oh. We had a we had a rotation going, but uh, I ended up moving out because I kept having shit coming like, missing. missing. Yeah. yeah, but uh, shout out Stephen. Lovely. No, it wasn't Stephen. It was your uncle. I don't know. I never got never got proof, but he knows he did it and <laughs> passed it. But it's not you know, here he, nor there. Different person. Everything's forgiven. I'm not saying anything bad. You know, but uh, love him to death, and that won't ever change. But anyways. I ended up moving out, but that's when Allie and I met, and I moved out and moved back into the Cedar House. The Cedar House All right, here's, was the here's, party house. All right, so here's, <laughs> here's what Cedar House was. There was a guy that we all knew that was a fucking alcoholic, did all kinds of drugs and everything. Cool as fuck. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But, but somehow, this guy had a rent house <laughs> and let us move in. Us but when being... We moved, uh, How the, many people? Okay, so I wasn't actually part of the original four, I think. Because it was, uh, I think the original four was Mindy, Kayla, Dalton, and Pruitt. Right, okay. However, there was about eight to ten of us <laughs> that crashed in the living room every fucking night. Every right? Like, it got to night, the point for where... Year. Yeah, and like... This isn't the time that I was homeless. I was couch surfing. So, like, I'd sleep there most nights or I'd stop, you know, crash at my grandma's or go to my uncle's. Sometimes you say that at my house. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd stay at your house a few times. And, um, like, it got to the point where I was staying there every night and I was feeling bad that I'm literally living at these people's houses or this this house and I'm not contributing. So, I started giving them money. You know, like, I was working at Sonic 
barely getting any hours, so I wasn't making a whole lot of money anyways. So, you know, like every two weeks when we got paid, or we got paid twice a month. It wasn't every two weeks. It was like on the... It was a weird... It like, was like the 5th and 20th of every month. Right. You know, so I would give them money, like 50 bucks here or whatever. You know, I'd say, hey, look, this is all I really can't, I really have, but I appreciate you guys letting me stay here all the time. You know, here's, throw this towards whatever, you know. Bills. You yeah. Know. And so whenever Mindy moved out, you know, uh, Dalton, Kayla, and Pruitt was like, look, man, you're the only person here that's been giving us any kind of money. And we've got a room open. If you want to move in, you know, your cut's going to be $100 a month for bills. Cool. I can, I can do that. I mean, I'm pretty much given that right now anyways. But, uh, so I, so I did, I took over a room. I had nothing in there, dude. I didn't have a bed. I slept on a linoleum floor. I had no blanket, no pillow. You had no blanket or pillow? No, dude. I used a hoodie. What kind of hoodie? Just like a fucking zip up hoodie. And that was my pillow slash blanket. It was both? Yeah. You put up the hood for the pillow? No. Basically what I did is I bunched it up. And it was like mainly just a pillow, and I put drape off like a little bit over here. But I went to bed fully clothed every night. That's rough. And so I slept, I slept like that for about two weeks, and then little Tim wound up with a fucking twin size mattress in the living room, and he wasn't paying rent. He just never left. Little Tim is probably one of the most amazing humans I've ever yeah. met in my life. He is a former marine, a badass marine, and oh, I love dude, him. little Tim is. God, I love little Tim. <laughs> so what happened is I went out in the living room one night. I woke up little Tim, and he's like, he's like, Maxwell, what do you need? I was like, look, man, I'm a member of this household. I'm paying rent, and I don't have a bed. I don't know where the fuck you found this bed, but it's going <laughs> in my room. And he goes, well, what am I supposed to do? I was like, you're fucking sleeping in there with me. So me and little Tim were sharing a twin-size fucking mattress. Who spoon who? I was always a big spoon. <laughs> Um, we did that for a while, and then I wound up getting my bed from my mom's house, which is a king-size bed. So at that point... Oh, you got your OG bed that. Yeah. The one that everybody fucked on in high school. Hey, you fuck off. I would, well. Almost everybody. Yeah. Um, anyways. No, I fucked anybody once. Probably, dude. There's no telling. And my one rule is don't drop seed on my mattress. You drop seed on my pillow. Get no, the rubber on your pillow. Which had seed in it. Okay. Admittedly, it was a dick move. <laughs> However, it was also a dick move that you made me fuck that bitch out on a trampoline and I had the worst sex of my life. That's not my fault you had to. And, I mean, it had been raining, so it was like, I'm not going to fuck her in wet grass. You know, this is the first night I ever hung out with her. And, like, and that, was a whole, that was a whole mess, though, afterwards, like, dealing with that. Oh, Lord. I remember, I remember, yeah. I remember driving you out to her house. Like, cause y'all I had a shotgun pointed in my face that night. I didn't know she was married really? until afterwards. Yeah. We all worked together, right? At, yeah. At, I worked with her at one Lowe's, day. right? I worked with at her one At the grocery day. store. Yeah, at the grocery store. I worked with her one night. And at the end of the night, she gave me her number. Right. And so I texted her. We Did texted her two days. And then she came over to your house, a Super Bowl party. We had a Super Bowl party? Was that when the Saints won? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, it wasn't because my dad was in town that weekend. I watched the Saints win the Super Bowl with my dad. Versus the Colts. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he might have. He might have like flew out to uh, a race after, like right after the Super Bowl. Maybe I don't know. Because 
All I remember is we were all at your house and there was a football game on and it was Saints and Colts. Yeah, okay. Because I wasn't following football at the time. Like yeah. it was kind of a You had a couple of years there where you didn't follow football. No, I didn't. Uh but anyway, so that was a whole mess. I found out she was married afterwards and her and I were walking down the street. We left your house and we were walking to Alsips. Which is a convenience morning, store. Which is a convenience store. And all of a sudden, this car pulls up right next side of us. And I hear someone just yelling and screaming. Wow. Is it the husband? It was Thomas Rich. Which is the husband. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel so bad for the guy. I know he still fucking hates me. He's married now. He still so hates you? Yeah. Is he married to a different girl now? He married uh, Tara. No. The one that... Not, Bardwell? Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. I think it's Bardwell. That's the one that was in our grade, right? Does she... Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, but yeah, that's who he married. <laughs> he's got a kid with her, you know, and he's in love. That's cool for him. I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, I feel bad. That, I mean, it's hard to feel bad when you didn't know, you know. But like in hindsight, you, know, you didn't know. Yeah. Like, but she, like he hopped out of the car with a shotty. No, he oh. fucking threw her in the car, and I was just like, "What do you mean threw her? Like physically? Like just?" He like, opened up the back car, back door. Grabbed her by the arm and yanked her in there, and I was—I just felt obligated to go. I guess. And Wait, so you I, felt I, obligated to get in the car, dude? I thought he was gonna hurt her, and I couldn't. So you got in the back seat? I got in the back seat with her. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> Wait, so you're in the car with this married couple, and you've been fucking the wife? Yep. I, I got it. <laughs> so I would have felt horrible. If I didn't go, and he'd be killing the shit out of her. How was that ride? Because I bet that was awkward as fuck. He never said a word. What? He never said a word the whole ride. But she was. But he knew you was back there, obviously. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) and his wife was rubbing up on me. Huh? Yeah, dude. She had the audacity and the balls to rub up on you? Dude, I got a handy. No, you got old fashioned? On the drive out to their trailer. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Did you come? No. Okay, it was obviously too not. Awkward, right? It was so awkward. You had to have so much limp dick right there. Yeah, like it wasn't like full dick out, fucking yanking on it. It was more like she had, like it was kind of an over the pant, but she was just kind of like rubbing it without trying to move her whole arm. And I was just like, nonchalantly. And I was like, bitch, just stop. Like that's not making this any better. Like, wait. So she didn't get in the front seat. She no, got she the got back seat, seat with you. No, she got in first. Right, obviously. And then I got in the got back seat. I'm not going to drive in the front seat. Like, fuck no. Like, I hadn't seen this guy since, like, freshman year of high school. Right. I forgot he even existed, you know? And, like, they had just moved back to town. They were living in a trailer out out the country. I wound up out there. So he's driving this car. Yeah, dude. And you two are in the back seat. He's yeah. giving you a job. What yeah, the dude. fuck? And so, like, we get out. What is he listening? Is he listening to the radio or anything? No, dude, there's no... There's dead silence? The whole ride was silent. Oh, dude, that had to have been so awkward. Why do you think I wasn't even able to get stupid? dude? I was just sitting there like, God damn. Man. I was like, why did I get in here? Like, I was completely second-guessing every decision I've ever Dude, made I would have been third-guessing everything. I, so we get out to the trailer, and... You know, because, like, she also asked me, like, will you come with me? I'm afraid to be alone with him. Right. So, like, you have to. You know what I mean? You don't have to. No, you don't, but you... But as a man, you have to. Yeah. Okay. So, we wind up out there, 
and her and I are sitting in the living room of their trailer, single wide trailer that's like fucking completely run down. Like this thing, this place should have been condemned. And you know he's out there he, in the living room. He's just pacing. Like, what the fuck? And he disappears. He comes back. He had a shotgun. And he had a like a twelve gauge. Like I don't know what I don't remember what the gauge was. I didn't ask. You know. <laughs> hey, what kind of what kind of gauge? But is that? Like, point at me right now. It was like an old breakover. Like oh, it was a breakover. Yeah. It was like a, it was like one of those hey shotguns. Yeah. Not a. Yeah, no, it was a breakover. <laughs> Shout out Bird Pressure. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like hey. <laughs> But, uh, but, yeah, like, I'm sitting there, and he's got this, and he fucking pointed at me. And I told him, I was like, I was like, look, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't know y'all were married. Like, but you need to get that gun out of my face. I was like, if you're going to do something, do it, or put that fucking thing down. I was like, you're not going to fucking sit there and point that shit at me. Cause Especially it, if after that awkward car ride. Yeah, and I, no, I literally told him, I was like, if you're going to keep putting this gun in my face... And just standing there with it, I'm gonna take you, take it away from you, and I'm gonna beat you to death with it. I'm gonna fuck you. Sorry guys, I got a notification again, so it fucked up the audio. But anyway. Eventually, you know, he'll get his shit together. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> so, you have this gun pointed at you. Yeah. Like, have so you, ever had a, you ever had a gun pointed at you before that? No. Or is this the first time? This is the first and only time I've ever had a gun pointing at, pointed at me. Okay. Right? <laughs> and, you know, like... I, I don't remember the exact wording, but I basically told him, like, look, get that out of my face. Do something or don't, but if you're going to sit there with it, I'm going to take it from you. Right? right. And, like, he's crying. You know, and, like... Why'd you fuck my old lady? You know, like... And, like Did he I don't, know that y'all fucked at that time? No, yeah, he figured it out. <laughs> Obviously. Um, you know, like, I felt really bad for the guy. You know, like, I, I like I said, I let him know. Like, I didn't guy. know. I've met before. Yeah, um, you know, like, I didn't know. She did. You just didn't know. I didn't know. If right, I would have so known she was married, I would have never. No. You never would have dipped your balls in it. No. On my trampoline. No. Would not have. <laughs> you know, and like, wasn't even worth it. To be honest with you, it was probably like, not. No, it was a very shitty lay. Like, if I would have gotten my head blown off because of that, <laughs> dude, I would have been so pissed. <laughs> so bad. Like so bad. Just going up to so heaven, bad. just be like, guys, just looking at you, like. You did me wrong, boy. <laughs> it was like, look, man, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know, and it wasn't worth it. That's why there's no premarital. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, he all opens up the Bible. He's like, right here, I say, <laughs> you shouldn't have it's said like, And I say, we're a product of evolution. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> the hell with you, boy. <laughs> he, but, got, uh, he got there at one time for me. He got there my brothers one. and my sisters, <laughs> we have gathered here today. <laughs> and I'm gonna have the awkward sex that you had on my trampoline. And I have it recorded down here in the history book that is <laughs> the Humble Podcast Brag Podcast with the Zachary Dupont and the Max Apaka. Can I get uh, an amen? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs> he does a really good preacher voice, by the way. We actually used to do that in uh, lunch at high school. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, because we watched. Uh, what movie do you like? Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good movie, by the way. Shout yeah, out. Is you is or is you not, my constituencies. <laughs> so, anyway, after this whole debacle, you've had a lot of debacles, like, at my house, I feel like. Because the cool thing about me and you, we started out best friends, second grade. You moved. 
And I didn't see you for like... You moved too, though, didn't I, you? I moved a lot. We ended up moving back the exact same day. We to, moved to the, back to the same town the exact day. Well, we started school the exact same day. Right. Yeah. So we were... Which was the first day of the second semester. Oh, freshman year, right? Yeah. yeah. So we were in both in athletics mm. at the time. I got kicked out but because I was a cancer. But um, I remember like going into athletics and we were on the football field. And I looked over like to my right and you're standing there. I'm like, Max? I haven't seen you in years, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, Zach? <laughs> like, yeah, so then we just naturally became friends again. Yeah, <laughs> like, picked it up. Yeah. We've had some good fucking times too, man. Yeah, like, I, I consider you, you, ZB, like, two of my closest friends ever. But. You're definitely my top. Like, so I have, I don't have like a top five. I just have a top <laughs> section with several people in it. Shout out MySpace Tom. <laughs> <laughs> my top ten. Yeah, like, you knew if you weren't you in know, that top ten. You know how fucked up it was is 90% of us deleted him off of Face MySpace. Like, Tom was underappreciated. Yeah. I feel like, dude, if you... MySpace was so much fucking better than Facebook. It taught you how to code. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It was like, you'd be like, oh, you'd look at like a new profile background and you'd be like, oh shit, <laughs> this is fine. Background and you would actually have to code it back into your profile. Yeah, I mean, I mean you would copy have, and paste. But you would still. have songs that would come yeah. on, and like that's how I learned. Dude, was MySpace it, was, it wasn't censored. You didn't get banned. Right, MySpace was how I learned about. Like, I remember the one of the first good songs, not a good song in today's standards, or even a good song entirely. But I was in seventh grade, so I remember the, one of the first songs. Was that Soldier Boy that that cranked that? <laughs> like I remember learning about that song through MySpace. Yeah, and you go on some like you we'd go to the library because this is back before you know everyone had like smartphones and everything. Even like that. internet at the time. I think the iPhone had just come out recently. The iPhone three. No, the original. The OG. The OG. When Steve Jobs was still alive. Shout out yeah. Steve Jobs. Rest in go. peace. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like. What are you getting? We cut tentacles. Oh no! Okay, you restart. So, uh, yeah, like we would have to go to the li- the library here in town and get on all the computers, like for the kids that didn't have computers at home, because you couldn't get on it on your phone on your phone, you know? Right, because then like it was still during like the Nokia days or like the Razor days when like internet wasn't. It was whenever uh, the iPhone, like just- the iPhone had just come out. The closest thing you can get to an iPhone without getting an iPhone was like a blackjack. Yeah, like, but yeah, you still had a, actual technical buttons. Yeah, on the or phone. A, what was you know, the, the BlackBerry? BlackBerry. Yeah, yeah. you know, and it, had, it came with a stylus back then. Yeah, I gotta pee again. Hold on, I'm sorry. But so we would go down there, and we'd get on MySpace, man, and that was the way. That was how you did it back then, man. It wasn't censored. You didn't get banned. You know, it didn't get put in fucking MySpace jail. MySpace was just so much fucking better. I don't know what killed it. I really don't. But, I mean, I, I'm not really on social media these days anyways. I think I might check Facebook a few times while I'm home during the weekends. But, other than that, I'm not on Facebook. 
I think I might check Instagram once a month. You know, like I'm. So like, remember like MySpace? You had like your top friends. Yeah. So like you could pick like five, ten, twenty. Yeah. And it would show like the pictures. And then you could put it in your order. List. Yeah, you could put it in order. So like, if you really fuck with a person. Or like even like a chick back then. Yeah. They like your knew. girlfriend always had to be number one because right. if not, you wouldn't hear the end of it. Right. Even so if she wasn't, you know yeah. what I mean? Even though you would know who your real friends were. Yeah. But like, oh, who's this nigga? MySpace top five. You know, like it's like you I click on like you go to your number one friend, you click on him, you're like number fifteen on him, you're like, bitch, I'm fifteenth? <laughs> Fuck. That's where you're going. <laughs> like, yeah. So MySpace really had like the social Status of like who you were in a person's life. You know Joe Biden's mating call. <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna touch you. <laughs> <laughs> you heard about that, right? No, dude, he straight up fucking farted during a live interview. Did he really? That's yeah. pretty goat. Like, and I it, mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna run for president, you like might you, haven't, fart you haven't on heard, my TV. you haven't seen this yet. No. <laughs> so for you, those of you that are listening. Obviously, you're not going to be able to see it, but you can go to YouTube. You can look it up. Just type in Joe Biden fart. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, let's see. Joe Biden. So, yeah, you just type in Joe Biden, like, farts. Yeah. So, hold on. Let's see if I can get up to where it's. You don't have to cut those teachers and firefighters, police officers. And cut critical health care programs. Or stop work on roads and bridges. So <laughs> look at this guy's face. <laughs> Alright, so we're He's gonna rewind. <laughs> we're gonna rewind to the fart. And I highly suggest you all look this up because it's so funny. Watch this guy's face when Joe Biden farts. Cut critical health care programs. Or stop work on roads and bridges. So what does he <laughs> He blinks like, 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 like I really and like look at like this like, like did that, <laughs> did that muffler really just fart? And it's such a sad fart, too. Yeah, it, wasn't even, it was like a quiff. Yeah, it was like a... <laughs> the quiff, sisters. Yeah, quiff. But... <laughs> Dude, that did guy. you... That guy... That guy's something else. I know. You know, I'm not... He, I hate I'm politics. Not, yeah, I'm not really Honestly. big into politics, you know, and... Uh, you know, I didn't vote. I didn't, last, I've never voted. I voted once. I voted Obama. You voted second, Obama? His second term, yeah. Why? Uh, it was Who else was it though? Mitt Romney. Um, yeah, okay. And I'm not gonna hate you for that, but yeah. you voted and like for when it. it comes to politics, I'm kind of in the middle, you know. In the um, media. I've described my where I lie on politics and you know, somebody's like, Yeah, you're pretty much a libertarian. I don't align with anything. Uh, I, I hate talking lean, to politics. Period. Yeah, it's I lean more right because, like, than left, if but if you're friends with a person and they're the opposite view of you, oh, you can't do that nowadays. No, you're you're, yeah, you're, a, you're a cunt or you're a douchebag. Yeah, like, like people can't just coexist people can't have and, like both matter. Like I lie in the middle too, honestly. Like I yeah. I see some of the left side's views and I see some of the right side's views now. I honestly believe they should let Trump do his job, too. I do agree. Like, even, like, when Obama was president, I feel like they just let the dude try to do his job, and if he fucks up, he fucks up. That's his problem. Yeah. I mean, well, he took away a lot of our fucking freedoms, and he bombed a lot of 
innocent civilians, but nobody talks about that. Right. They just talk about, you know... Their views. On... They just badmouth. Because of what they portray by the media. Yeah. You know. Did you hear about what happened today? What? The White House went on lockdown, and apparently uh, in Atlanta, the CNN headquarters was being uh, rioted. Like, really? People fucking throwing riot. Where's the CNN headquarters based out of, you know? I guess it's Atlanta. Atlanta? Because this happened at their headquarters in Atlanta. But well, uh, there was like some Black Lives Matter protesting and shit. And, like, they were burning, fla- like, they're burning the American flag, climbing up on the CNN fucking uh, shit. Building. Like, well, okay. All like, on that gone. whole situation, here's my take on it. My take is, dude, yes. The officer should have fucking let go of the dude when he's saying, I can't breathe. Yeah. That's a terrible, terrible, like, way to die, and people should be pissed off about it. Honestly. Yeah. Let's be real here. As a human being, you wouldn't want anybody to die like that. But don't burn up your city. Don't light fire to buildings of what you go to. Like a CVS or an AutoZone, you, what's gonna happen when like six months down the road? But I need, I need some foot cream or you know. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Oh, you can't go there because you burnt it down. Or you know the people that are sitting there saying you know fuck the government, fuck our president, all this shit. But more than happy to collect any kind of government assistance, anything like that. Like, uh, you know, my mom for the longest time she was anti-government, hated the government. Completely against it. Fuck them. Fuck that. President, you know, fuck the president. Fuck this. Fuck that, right? This is, like, forever. Like, forever, ever? Most of my life. For never. Up until, like, the last year, my mom has been completely against politics, against the government, you know, all this. But she has no problem. She would have no problem having me on, like, you know, having, was it Medicare for the Medicaid, Medicare, something. Yeah, whatever you get. One of them is, like, retirement. One of them is not. Or, you know, like, food stamps or anything like that. She has no problem with any of that. But that's the government. This government yeah, in, retro, in retrospect, yeah. right. You know, like, I, you know, the way I just look at it, you know, is that if you're going to receive... Government assist- assistance. Then you should... You shouldn't appreci- talk shit. Yeah, you shouldn't be talking shit. You should government. be appreciating it. It's like, a, you know, a, a child or a teenager living at home. Having everything handed to them, and then talking shit about their parents, how they don't know what they're doing, or right, they're, 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 they won't let me them. do this. You know, fuck my parents. You know, they make me but, fucking do my homework or my chores. It's like, yeah, but you know what? They're working their ass off every day to provide exactly. for you. But now being older, now that you're not a teenager, um, do you feel like when you were a teenager, you looked at it like that, like like fuck your parents, not really fuck your parents, but like. My parents are terrible. They're making me do this, making me this. But you understand now being a father. Right? I never looked at it like that. No, I because you and your mom were always close. Yeah, you know, I was... I mean, I know my dad. Me and my dad have a good relationship. Right. But I was primarily raised by my mom. Mm-hmm. And so, from a very young age, I was able to understand that, yeah, I need to do my chores because it's fucked up for me to sit here on my ass and not do anything and my mom had to come home from work and do it all. Right. You know, like, that's fucked up. I should keep my room clean. 
I should do this and I should do that. You know, like, it's not like I'm having to do a million fucking things. No, and it's not like, even if you, when was the first time you had a job? The grocery store. Well, no, actually, my uh, freshman year, when I was living in Idaho, Mm -hmm. before I moved back to Texas, I worked at a restaurant for one day. That's not really a job. I'm talking about yeah. like when that was a fu- it was fucking stupid how I ended up losing that job. Like they found out you were underage. No, oh. they scheduled me a set amount of day, a certain days. It was a day off. I wasn't even in Idaho Falls. I was out of town doing whatever the fuck it was I was doing, and I got a phone call telling me that I need to come in. I was like, look, I'm out of town. Like I wasn't scheduled to. come this in. This is your day. first day at the job. No, this is my second day that, oh. that I would have worked. Right. But I, I had worked one day, and, like, I was going to have, like, the next three days off. It's spring break. Like, I was out of town. Were you 16 at the time? 15. 15? So, legally. No, up there, you can work at 15. Oh, really? Yeah. So, it's you like... You can work at 15 here. No, you can't. It's really? 16. Oh, well, up no. there, you can work. So, it's like, it's like Utah with, like, getting married. You can get married in Utah, like... 15 or 16 yeah. or whatever Mormon states but uh <laughs> shout out but, I mean I was baptized Mormon but I'm not a religious person uh but anyways uh yeah like they they're like well if you can't show up then we're gonna let you go I was like I'm not even scheduled to be there for like two more days and I'm out of town with my family like what? Like you weren't scheduled. No, I wasn't at scheduled. All. You, the next day, say it was like a Monday. The next day you were supposed to work was a Thursday, and you right. like so Tuesday and Wednesday you're out of town. Yeah, like we went whitewater rafting. And obviously you don't have a car yet. Yeah, we went whitewater rafting in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh yeah, fuck that grocery store. <laughs> I'd rather no, it was a restaurant. It was a Mexican restaurant, uh, Sol Rio in Idaho Falls. Technically, I think it was actually Ammon, but same thing. Uh, and like yeah well if you can't come in then we're just gonna let you go because we need you if, if you're gonna work here we need you to come in we'll we need you to write me out yeah and I and was you like, couldn't be there right I now. was like I am in Jackson Hole Wyoming I am literally on a river no we hadn't gotten on the river yet oh and uh you know I this is forever I mean fuck I had a flip phone I had a track phone that was a flip phone yeah, one of those track phones? Yeah, that was my first cell phone. With snake on it and like parachute the yeah. games. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was literally trying to explain I'm like, look, I'm with my mom, my stepdad, and my little brother. We are in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And there's no way I'm going to be there. Like, we're three, four hours away. Right. It's. And you want me there in an hour. Yeah, I'd tell them they to go fuck go. their mother. Yeah. They let me go. I don't know how to say that in Spanish, but... Yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't know, dude. I know... Donde... <laughs> don, uh, donde vas fuck tu madre? <laughs> Whatever the fuck is. Where, you said where, I think. I don't know. I don't know Spanish. I've worked with a lot of Mexicans. And one thing about Mexicans. Oh yeah, Donde is where, huh? Yeah. One thing. One thing about Mexicans is like they work their fucking ass off. Agreed. They are some of the hardest working people I've like ever. My They're my favorite people. Their food's so good. Like I don't like menudo, but everything else besides menudo is fuego, which is fire for you motherfuckers that don't know. 
I get mistaken for being Mexican all the time. You don't look one bit Mexican. Then why do people come up to be speaking Spanish all the time in fucking Houston and act surprised when I don't know it? Bro, you look way more Indian. Yeah, but not everybody can tell the difference. That's racist. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm but, not white. I can't be racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think as a white person, you're automatically labeled racist. Yeah. In world. <laughs> so. <sighs> how you... Um, if you want one of those, you can have one. What are your views... On the whole situation with George Floyd. What are your views? So I haven't really looked into it a whole lot. Me either. Um, I'm I mean, assuming I know it's about it, but... not to say that it's just another, but it's another uh, act of police brutality, right? I mean, I, I think technically it's, it's a murder. Let's be real. I mean, yeah. he, he did die from that. So the way I think it should be handled. Beer and chips. It's almost two in the morning. I think he did two. But but the way I think it should be handled is instead of everybody freaking out because a cop killed a black guy and acting like that's all cops because it's not. I think it should be treated as a case of. Murder, but I also think it should, all everything should be considered, right? Right. Like if he was unarmed, it was unprovoked, and he wasn't resisting. Which he he wasn't. He couldn't fucking breathe. Right. Then, like what I'm saying, like it's one thing, regardless of color. Okay. Let's take away the aspect of color. Yeah. Because honestly, I think people, the coolest people I've met were black. All like honestly, I think people would make too big of a deal of color. Of color, right? Like the one reason why racism can't die is because nobody will fucking let go of the fact that there's different colors. We're all human. We're all human, right? You know, the way I look at it is, I don't look at it as racist. You know, no. I look at we're all humans. There's, I'm the, this I may have the sound, same amount of respect for a black person. Like I'll still open the door. I'll, you know, I don't treat anybody any different. Right? Exactly. And still, yes sir, no sir. Yeah. Because that's how we were raised, with fucking cooth. That's right. You know, and like, I, you know, and I've noticed that because I'm a white male, that, like, certain minorities, they treat me differently than everybody else. And not in a good way. Really? Almost like a look down on. Depends on the age, though. The older ones don't. It's the younger ones that like look at you like, like for instance, I was in uh, somewhere in Oklahoma. This was last summer, and I was delivering a load of fucking something. It was uh, there was it was a tarp load. It's middle of fucking summer. It's hot out, so I'm sitting here unrolling these fucking heavy ass tarps, trying to roll them up. They're you know they're like this really thick black vinyl material. So they're super fucking hot because they're, you know, they're hotter than what it is outside. Right. So I'm, you know, and I'm on black top, like 
like pavement, like a road. Right. Trying to roll these up so it's just I'm baking, right? And so I get out. I I, so I was like, right, I gotta get water. Well, there's these uh, these two guys, and you know they're they're black guys, and they're sitting there mowing a lawn right next to me. And I can tell like they're fucking sweating. You know it's hot. And they literally just walked up to this house with a lawnmower and a thing of gasoline. They didn't get they don't have no water on them or anything like that. I was like, if I'm thirsty, I know they're thirsty. And I'm not sitting there thinking like, oh, I'm gonna get these black guys of water. Like I was just like, all right, well, I've got like three cases of water in my truck. Yeah, I'm gonna um, give them a couple. Yeah, so I was like, so I bring out. I was like, hey, you guys want a water? And they looked at me like, I, like, how fucking dare you offer me a water? How dare you offer me the high high quality H two O? And like, one of them literally, I shit, you know, I was like, is this some white guilt shit? I was like, what? He goes, well, you see two black guys in here working, so you got to give them water. I was like, dude. Like, dude, do you want the water or not? I was like, dude, it's <laughs> fucking hot out here. It doesn't matter what I've got a shitload of water in my truck. I wanted a water. You guys have been out here the same amount of time I have, and I saw y'all show up, and you guys didn't bring water with you. So I was just offering if you wanted a water. Right. And, like, they wouldn't take it from me. Really? Yeah. Both of them wouldn't? Neither one of them would. Fuck that. I would have left. I couldn't leave. I was, well, obviously, yeah, but I would have just walked away. I was like, all right, fine, you know. What? Like, but I mean, like, I've worked with but, people. But I've at also the same worked time, with people. Like when I lived in Houston, the obviously my drug dealer was black. Yeah. Not obviously, but I had a black drug dealer. Yeah. Coolest motherfucker I've ever met in my see, life. That, Shout out Biko. Get on my Facebook. You heard me. But like. Dude was cool, dude. He was just trying to survive and, you know, help get his family. Yeah. And see, that's... See, the my biggest problem is the fact that people put too much emphasis on race. On color. Right. Yeah. Like... It don't matter, dude. It don't fucking matter, man. Like, I don't care what color you are. All I care... If you're is, cool or not. Is, yeah, if you're cool. If you're a good person, then... Right. Fuck, I don't care. But if you, you know, and like automatically people, assume prejudice yeah. to any race, like... Then no. You're just offering a dude some water because, hey, they might be dehydrated and it's, it's hot It's fucking outside. hot. Right. You know, it's late like, July, oh, beginning some, of August. Yeah. What is that, some white guilt shit? No. Do you want the water or not? Yeah, <laughs> you know not, I, I will walk away. You know, I, I don't think this point of view gets talked about that a lot. No, it doesn't. Because we're not allowed to talk about this. Yeah, we are. It's America. We talk about whatever Right, but... I know what you mean. It's though. taboo for yeah. us to say anything like this, right? And it's... Yes. You know, and I'm like, I'm not racist. I think racist jokes are funny, regardless Obviously. of what. Regardless dude, of what. Honky is the funniest fucking word. Oh, no, the man, dude, right? Like, uh, I worked with a bunch of guys on the wind farm of all different races and everything like that. And the one thing that we would all do is we would all tell racist jokes to each other, right? Right. Like, there's this uh, this dude that I was friends with. His name was Richard. The small, skinny little black dude. He was like the black dudes of Z. Like ZB was a black dude, like that's that stature, right? <laughs> Didn't look like Little Wayne, but like you know, oh. ZB kind of looks like a white Wayne, white Little Wayne. Dude, he sounds like he laughs yeah. like Little Wayne, like. Yeah. But no, like you know, shout out, shout out Weezy. We called him Little Richie, so shout out Little Richie. <laughs> but meet him all the fucking time, man. Constantly, like he'd come up to me with a new jo- white joke. I'd, you know, get him with a black joke, you know, like, it was all fun and games. It's funny. And what I've noticed is that when you get, 
a huge like you get people working together of all different races, and because I've seen this shit firsthand. Right. Right. And you're with, you're with these people every day. You don't race isn't it, an issue. You don't it look becomes, at it as color. Yeah, Dude, you don't look at it like the that. The coolest like, thing in the world to me is when a black person calls you nigga. Like my nigga, what's up? That that just I mean, obviously it's, it's a accept, taboo, yeah, taboo it's term, I guess. But it's just like, man, like it doesn't matter what color you are, what race you are, you're just having fun with them. Yeah. You know, and I don't know how to explain it. Black people have more fun than white people. You know, you'd rather go to a black barbecue than a white barbecue. I'd rather go to my barbecue than anyone's. I shit you not. Listen, I know how, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean though? Like, in, I know, yeah, your barbecue's the best. Alright, so all there's this people. guy named Bobby that I worked with on the wind farms. And I invited him over, invited him over to my apartment for barbecue. I made ribs. You know what he told me? Best fucking ribs he's ever had in his life. That was like my equivalent of you being, you know, like, like my nigga. Like that's that was the equivalent cool. for me. When a black dude sits there and tells you those are the best ribs you've ever had in your life, <laughs> you okay. know, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I get that. So, but, like, yeah. but I don't know. Like I said, man, like it gives me hope. See, like from my experience with everybody working together, you know, and I'm not talking about like these are like redneck black dudes that I was working with, right? Like I'm talking like some inner city black dudes. These are dudes you from have, the hood. You got, you got guys from the hood. hood. You got right. guys from out in the fucking sticks. Like some boondog-ass, redneck, corn-fed, cousin-fucking-type dudes. Okay? <laughs> Shout out Alabama. <laughs> Missouri. Oh, yeah. Same. Same. Arkansas, <laughs> or, Alabama, Missouri. Or, it's yeah. all... Cajun. <laughs> That's its own breed. But uh, they're all cousin-fuckers. Um, but... You know, like guys. When you from have Mex- all them people, guys from Mexico. Yeah. Like I'm not saying like these guys are just Mexican Americans. Like literally from Mexico. Just like just came over the border. Yeah, dude. Don't know a lick of English, but yeah, no, they you can they work they with spoke them. they spoke good English. They'd been over here for a long time. Right. They were here legally too. You know, and like that's another thing. Like, I have no problem with people coming over here. No, as you long know? as you help with the American, like. As long as you're right. contributing. Right. You know, like, don't come over here to exploit our system. Exploit no, the system. Don't come over be, here and contribute. Yeah. No problem. Come over I here. That. Do it legally. Whether because it's through a visa, trying to get... I do think they should make it easier to, to gain... actually a citizenship. Yeah, to gain Because it's fucking hard. I don't think we could pass it. Probably I don't think me not. and you could pass the test. Honestly. Probably not. But I do. I want... And this is, like, earlier when we were talking about how we're, like, in the middle of the road. We lean left in some things, right on some things. Where I lean left is that I think we should make it easier for people to gain citizenships. But on the same token, token, where <laughs> I lean right on this subject is I think we need to crack down on illegal immigration. Exactly. But how do you how do you say you're on both sides like that? You know, the way I mean? that like, I just did. I think we should make it easier to become a citizen because the reason why a lot of people come over here illegal is because it's so fucking difficult. 
to become a and, citizen. So they have no other option. I don't blame them for wanting to come no, up here. They're trying I don't. to make a better life for their fucking yeah, family. And I, have, which I have no problem understandable. with that. Understandable. That's understandable. Exactly. And, you know, like, I've never lived their life. No. But if they're willing to fucking face the consequences of coming up here illegal, then I realize then it must be fucking bad. That's terrible. So what we need to do is we need to make it easier for people to gain citizenship. Right. That, but not that's like, plain and simple. That's not but we saying, need to crack down on the illegal immigration right. coming over here. That's not saying. You know what? From, what I, from my understanding, and I may be wrong, but when they come up here illegally, they don't get jailed, which I wish they wouldn't if they did because that costs us money. You know, the average, the average prisoner in the U.S. costs $30,000 a year to the American taxpayer. Right. That's half someone's salary or even more yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah. So it, it's ridiculous. You know, like we're. I just think that you know, you know, people say, "Oh, we don't have a border with with Canada." Well, first off, we don't. <laughs> Everybody have... likes poutine, first of yeah. all, and Canadian comedy shows are less as facey. They're pretty good. Shout out to Letter King. <laughs> but uh, but there actually is a border. It's yes. not a physical border, but there are sensors in in the ground. Uh, the wind farm I was on in North Dakota on the Canadian border. The pro the furthest north uh, turbine or turbine <laughs> on the project <laughs> not not was ones. like a hundred yards from the border. Right. Like you you'd stand there and you can see where the power lines were running, and then they just like jump over and keep running. That, that jump. That jump was where the border was. Was where the Canucks were. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently there were some guys that are like. Jumping over and taking pictures like, oh, I'm in Canada. Oh, funny me. The Mounties came down. And because, you know, the Canadian Mounties, they are allowed to cross the border at any point in time. What's a Mountie? It's like their, I guess it's like their border patrol oh, type thing. Okay. You know, like, uh, remember from Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the Mounties came down and, I mean, they're not... They came down and pretty much told everybody, like, look, we know every time you guys are crossing the border. There's sensors in the ground. There's a 10-foot buffer zone between the U.S. and Canada. If you're in that buffer zone, you're fine. You cross over, you're illegally crossing into Canada. They basically came down and said, you guys have Illegally been crossing over into Canada. Yeah, they literally said, you guys have been warned. <laughs> what are they going to do? Shoot. Yeah. Shoot maple syrup at your ass? No, no, they literally said, like, we we take our border protection seriously, and anybody crossing in legally will be dealt with on site. And he goes, and this is your guys' one and only warning. Hey, guy. Hey, buddy. Well, he wasn't our buddy, guy. <laughs> so that was our one and only warning. So we were basically told that if we get caught, like, they put a camera up on that tower. Oh, shit. Yeah, and they said that if they catch anybody crossing the border, they're immediately fired. Holy crap. Oh, so Doobie is currently holding his penis while taking a piss. Just left me in here with you guys and... Nothing but our thoughts.
just noticed the assortment of bows you have in your bathroom. <laughs> Those are my daughters. <laughs> There's, there was a lot of bows. Yeah. Wow. Well, welcome. That's what it's like to have a daughter. Well, I don't have a daughter, but your daughter's like pretty funny. She's just like you, and your son is just like you. They're fucking hilarious. Like I don't know what it's ha- what it's like to have kids. I don't have any myself, but a lot of my friends do. And I suppose more of us don't at this point. As I get older, I kind of want one. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I haven't found that right relationship to have one. So just still kind of cautious about it. You're not the only one of us, one of our friends that thinks like that. I'm not going to say names out of respect for privacy, but uh, like we've given a fuck about that so far. But uh, <laughs> you said every name in the book so far. Yeah, but this person, you know, I have a lot of respect for, and I'm not going to say names on this one, but yeah, it's that top button. Let me try to guess the flavor. What flavor is it? Um, watermelon? Nah. What flavor is it? Straw lime. It's like a strawberry bubblegum and lime. Oh. God, I feel like a douchebag just hitting that. That's why I call it a douche flute. <laughs> but, so like on the real though. You can live in motherfucker. You. <laughs> I was born with him. You hear me? I have big lips. Like I was talking that, talking about that with my sister earlier. I was like, dude, I was just born with big lips. And she was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> that crunchy here is Lay's barbecue potato chip. Shout out, Lay. Where we at on time? Like two and a half hours. Nice. It's a pretty lengthy podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how'd you come up with the name exactly? I know you said something to me about it earlier when we were on the phone. So, I have. That way it makes a little bit more sense. Right. To those that may be listening. My, uh, one of my best friends that I've been friends with for a long time, he has a podcast. Um, it's called the Trash Act Podcast. and The Trash Act? Trash Act. He's okay. all into like the metal scene oh, okay. and comedy scene. So he like he plays metal music and stuff. And so he was always like promoting it. Like, hey, check out my podcast. Check out my podcast. Like almost every day. And so me and his girlfriend just like kind of got like tired of him promoting the podcast. And so I always be like, oh, he's talking about his podcast, Humble Brag Podcast. <laughs> so humble podcast brag you know and so it just kind of like stuck so like now every time shout out Wayne Morris every time he fucking says the word podcast me and her have to take a drink of it <laughs> so like we would just get me and Ashley would just get sloshed because <laughs> we said funny. podcast so many times so that's where the humble podcast brag comes from is my friend Wayne uh, yeah, check out the podcast it's pretty pretty good actually him and his friend Mike do it. I was I was there for when they did it one time, and it's pretty good. You if you like Will's music. podcast, a shout out. Huh? You mind if I give Will's podcast a shout out? Yeah, I'm good. So, uh, my uncle, he's got a podcast with my grandpa. It's called the Revolving Door Podcast. You can find it on YouTube. 
by searching Will Coughlin. It's like a last name C O U G H L A N, I think, or L I N. But uh, I'm sure if you just type in Revolving Door Podcast, it'll come up. I think they've got two episodes out right now, starting on three. They just started it. It's basically a an old uh, Vietnam vet and a Hypocrite. Hypocrite. a Vietnam vet? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, he was in the Marines during nice. Vietnam. He did a one and a half tours, I think. I guess the half, second the half tour was at the end of the war. Oh, uh, <laughs> but shout out Nixon. Then, <laughs> was it Nixon? What the end of it, or was it? It would have to be right. Carter. Who one of those it? two. Yeah, somebody. Whoever came after Nixon. Well, Nixon think. was a crook, by the way. Because Nixon was impeached. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, but they've got a podcast, a revolving door podcast. It's on YouTube. Look it up. Uh, they've got a couple episodes out right now. They're pretty good. Uh, they really just kind of like what we did here tonight. We just talked about random shit, whatever came just, to mind. Right. Um, and that's what they're doing. And you know, it's pretty good. Give them some support. And you know, that's most we can ask for is just support. Show some love. You know, show some love. And uh, Will's also the front man for a metal band. If you're in the metal, I don't know, like actually like. Metal, metal, not like Pantera metal. I'm talking like death metal. What would you? What subgenre genre would you put them as? Wayne calls them. I think they're called either mathcore or grindcore. I'm not sure what. Oh uh, yeah, that's. I think it'd be kind of a mix of the two. Right. The guitar work is intricate enough where you can call it mathcore. Shout out Graham, fucking. Badass. Yeah, dude, that dude. badass. And Brady at drums, dude, he's so sick. Like, uh, by the way, the name of the band is Otis the Axe. Uh, and, you know, speaking of that, man, I wish I had a different line of work. Because I don't know if I've sent them to you, but every once in a while, like, I'll get in a mood where I'm listening to some screamo, and, like, I'll scream, and I'll send it on Dude, Snapchat. you're pretty good. That's what I'm saying. Like, you should frontman a band. Yeah, well, I sent it to Will, and Will's like, Every time it's like, hey, Will's like, dude, I know this band is looking for a front man. Like, and it's like, dude, if I. But you can't just like drop your job. No. You know, you can't be like, oh, I'm going to be the next. Next. I mean, if I end up doing what I want to do, which is like, I want to do barbecue for a living, whether it's catering, a food truck, or having a business, or whatever, like an actual brick and mortar, that's what I want to do. Even if I'm just making and selling sauce and rub. I'll rub you. I bet you <laughs> like, and uh, which, um, if anybody listens to this and they want to try some, you know, made from scratch barbecue some or anything real, like that, real, real barbecue. Like you've had my sauces, right, dude? That and you've had my barbecue before, which is yeah. I make my own rub. Uh, it's, it's it's I don't know. Can it's a one sauce like. Not A1 sauce, but your barbecue is A1. It's like, yeah. if you were to pick between... Say you were on, like, American Idol, and you had, like, judges that were, like, barbecue connoisseurs, and, like, they you would go to Hollywood when they get through. That's what I'm saying. Let me put it this way, okay? So, if barbecue sauce was singers, okay, my sauce would be Adele. All the store-bought sauce that you can get, anything else you get... It's gonna be like Takashi Six Nine. Snitching, motherfucker. <laughs> it, it is cheap, dirty, and you're only 
having it because it's there, mine, you'll go out of your way to listen to or taste it. Right. Um, can you put, I don't know how Spotify works. I'm not very techni- like techno savvy, but do you put descriptions on it? I can, yeah, I can't. Well, I mean, like, like you put the, anything like, you know, links or whatever. Yeah, I can that, put links in like, um, title episodes, whatever it's called. I'll have my email, I'll get, put my email down in there. You can get, get, get in so, touch. Yeah, it's pitmaster92 at, <laughs> naturally. Do you have a Twitter? Um, I do, but I've never been on it. Really? Yep. I got locked out of my Twitter the other day, but like, you should get on Twitter. It's. it's... I started it back in high school. Me too. You're the only follower I ever actually noticed I had because <laughs> I got you. I was on there for like five minutes, and then I never got back on it. Oh. Um, but you got you got a Facebook, right? Obviously. And yeah, I got a Facebook. Got Max Parker. Yeah, uh, Max underscore Parking. Uh, it's on Instagram. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Max Parking, like but, parking. Yeah, like, parking, like parking. you drive a truck. Because anytime I, anytime anybody asks, like when I say my last name, like Parker, like Park, like like parking, really, they really ask that. Well, I understand why people ask me how to spell my last. Well, name. Well, no, they they ask me because it's like, is it Barker or Parker? And Max Barker just doesn't sound right to me. Because you know me as Max Parker. Right. You know, like, you can't just, you know, most people don't know, like, you know, P as in Paul or B as in Bravo or whatever. So, like, instead of asking, like, because you can't just say, is it P or B? Because on the phone, it sounds fucking the same anyways. And we all like peanut butter. Yeah. So. That's uh, fucking amazing. <laughs> Do you, like, are you, like, a, a creamy or a, uh, uh, what do they call it? Crunchy. Crunchy. Yeah. So, when I was younger, like, my teens, crunchy all the way. Really? But now as I'm older, I like creamy. No shit. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and it's always Jif, right? It's gotta be Jif. Yeah. Yeah. I don't fuck You can't that. go off brand. I don't butter. fuck with that Peter Van. I don't even know what's in there, but I don't eat the peanut butter. Yeah, but I'm tinkering. I have yeah. <laughs> Always Jif. Like, you know what? I, I hardly ever eat candy, but I picked up some candy on the way home today. What'd you get? Peanut butter and M&M's. The, I eat those. Those are my shit. The, the sharing size, but I don't share with anyone but myself. You know, I, like, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck this! This is gonna be my pleasure for the day." And it's, so, like, your mom's boyfriend taught me something the other day. Oh, How to open? Yeah. M and M bag, dude. Because yeah. I always used to just rip yeah. it off oh, the corner, dude. But yeah, like, he, used to rip the he opened it like like he cut it with like scissors or something and like opened the whole bag. Yeah, and so it was, it was like, like pouch. Yeah, it was a pouch. So I've recently adapted to that. <laughs> Shout out your your mom's boyfriend. I don't know his name. Matt. Matt. Yeah. Matt Max. Yeah, it's fucking same age too, so it's hard to. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a year older. He's a year older than yeah. us, but. <laughs> How did that come about? Uh, so my mom was living in uh, Farmer's Branch. No. No, maybe she's still Arlington. I think she was living in Arlington or Irving. And she was, she just, I guess she found an ad for some roommating or, you know, like, so she was a roommate with uh, these few people and one of them was Matt. And they hated each other at first, but I guess over time, like, they realized Began why... to like each other? Well, they realized the reason why they're hating each other was because of the third roommate was playing them against each other. And they kind of figured it out. Like, dude, that roommate was fucking crazy. Was he? She. It was a sh- her? Yeah, dude. Like, she was going through their shit. Like, going through their personal stuff? Yeah. Like, sitting there, like, almost spying on them. Anytime uh, Matt would go around my mom... 
she was like super fucking possessive of my mom. How old was this lady? Uh, Mid thirties. Around my mom's age, late thirties, early thirties. Right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, my mom's young. Um, I think my parents are forty. We'll see. Uh, I am twenty-seven, so there would be. Like your mom didn't have you at twelve, so your mom's gonna be no, in forties, obviously. Yeah. My parents are like forty-five. Okay, so like they had you in their teens. Yeah, my my parents are eighteen, but uh, but yeah, she was being super possessive. Really, and at, like doing all kinds of all kinds of weird shit, and that's like, creepy. Cause like, like to the point where my mom was starting to fear, like that she was gonna like do some like really crazy throwing the fuck off shit that you see on a Netflix special. Really? Yeah. I gotta change batteries. But, like, it was just... Ooh, that beer's pretty good. Yeah, dude. I've never had one. It tastes like a blueberry. Like, violet. You turn a violet. Yeah. See, everybody talk shit, because I always have some random-ass beer when I show up, but... Hey, it's okay. I got... at the We had a crawfish boil about... Um, the one that I went to? Yeah, we had a crawfish boil about two two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, whatever it was, and uh, I got made fun of because I drank normal normal beer, which is like domestic normal domestic beer, like yeah. Bud Light or Coors or Miller, whatever. And these people, these what do you people, mean these people? These people. So like, some people came over and they were like, "Hi, what are you drinking?" And they they were all drinking all like these craft beers. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they're drinking Martin House. Shout out to Martin House. They make good beers. I really want to go to that brewery. Yeah, like I really want to go. So like they make decent beer. Like I went over to Shay's house the other night. Shout out Shay Baker. I went over to her house the other night. Isn't it Shay Oval? I don't know. I think it's Baker Oval. I think. But Allie never changed her last name. She's still Allie Cross. I went over to their house and we just rode four wheelers. Drank and had a good time, and uh, they had from Martin House Brewery because like Shay goes over there every so often and just picks up beer because they like they had like the app and like they can rate the beers of like whatever craft beer of the month is I guess yeah. or the week, and they had some that was like lemon pie, nice and it, but to me. It didn't taste like lemon pie. To them, it did. To Olga and Shea, it was like, yeah, it tasted like lemon pie it's, to them. It, you gotta have the palate. Palate, yeah. You develop the palate. But, it, like, some of their beers, they have a beer called Violet. It's I, good. I think. I'm it's bought, a yeah. blueberry it's, sour ale. That one was really, really good. It's really good. So, like, I, I don't know how to make beer myself. But that's, that's actually I would, something I, I want to learn. learn. That's something yeah. I want to get into. I um, I've done a lot of research on it. I've actually been looking at beer uh, brewing kits. Not like the kit where you buy it and it comes with everything and you just make a fucking American light lager, which is... <laughs> what about us lagers? We've been lagering for 30 years. <laughs> that's how fucking episode where it's yeah. like... Um, oh, I've got that on my phone, too. Life 360? Yeah. yeah it, it, well, my sister's uh, in California right now for the corona. She's oh. doing, like, mouse swabs and stuff. She was in New York. Shout out my, my sister Hillary. She's a registered nurse, so, like, they contracted her out to New York to, like, you know, take care of the virus or mm-hmm. be a nurse out there. But then they canceled her contract 
And so now she's out in California. Dax go with her this time? Or no, Dax is still. Dax is, uh, my brother-in-law is still here with my niece, Olivia. I got to see them yesterday. But, uh, yeah, they're still, uh, she's uh, out in California doing the mouse swaps and stuff now. So, like, talk about total ends of the... I know. The country. <laughs> like, New York is so different from California. If you ever, if y'all have ever been to both states, which I've been fortunate, fortunate enough in my life to have gone to both states, they're it's over. so different. You know, California <laughs> is so pretty, but I wouldn't live there. It's not worth it. I couldn't live there. Like, no, it's it's so expensive and... I mean, I have lived there. There's a lot of younger, rules and regulations there that, like, man... I love guns you, too much to live there. Yeah, and you drive a big truck, which, like, there are rules God. on big trucks. 55 mile an hour, you have to stay in the left, in you, the right lane. It's you know, just fucking ridiculous. I remember when... We, my dad's a drag racer, and so... A professional drag racer. So, like, they haul their race cars in full-length trailers, so 53 feet... Yeah. 56. Some of them were getting like 56 feet, a certain Damn. weight limit. And so, like, they actually had to, like, make special trailers for yeah. California to get the permits to even drive to the racetracks. Because in the state of California, the kingpin, which for you that don't know, the kingpin is the part of the trailer that actually hooks to the truck. So it's basically just this metal knob. That sticks from the bottom of the trailer. Gobs up nom nine. <laughs> and it, whenever you're backing your truck up to the trailer, you have a fifth wheel hitch, which is the big black thing on the back of the truck that if you ever see one without a trailer, when you back up underneath it, it's got these jaws on it that grab onto that kingpin and they right. close. And it locks it in. So in the state of California, the distance from the kingpin to the front axle of the trailer can only be like 40, like... 40 feet, something like that, 30 feet. It's a ridiculous number. I don't remember what it is exactly. I know that my truck can go in there, but... You have to have so many special permits to even drive in the state of California and the the speed limits. The the messed up thing is, is like on a drive-in, you have to slide, you'll have to slide your axles to get there. Yeah. But depending on how much weight is in that load and where it's distributed... If you slide those axles all the way up... All the way forward, guess what that weight's going to do? That weight's going to shift on those. And you might have more weight on the rear axles than on your drive. And it's going to put you... You're going to be overweight on those rear axles, so you're going to get a ticket for it. Right. Plus, it puts more strain on those tires. Yeah. I mean, they can handle a whole lot more, but... Obviously. But, like, I remember when I was young, we'd be heading to, like... Uh, a racetrack in California or around that area, you know, and a scale house would call them in. Well, we were overweight as fuck, you know, carrying explosive chemicals, nitromethane, which is a race fuel, and like they would try to write us tickets for it. Well, we had T-shirts of the race cars inside, so we just give the the. Scale house like free t-shirts and shit and they would just let us slide you know <laughs> but those days are over I feel like because the laws dude the whole the trucking industry's changed man it's it's not what it it's not even the same as when I got in to trucking I started driving when I was 21 so I've been driving so six, for six years yeah I've been right? driving for six years now 
and when I first started, it was so it was di- way different than it is now. There wasn't like elect- electronic logs, right? No, there wasn't. Right, it was still uh, paper logs. Which you know, the old school. I'm a Mr. Billy Badass, old school driver. You know, blah blah. blah. They all fucking sit there and talk shit about those e logs, man. Those e logs are a godsend. Really? Yes. They make it so, so much, much easier. Make it so much easier. You're not having to do all the math in your head of your hours. It's all kept track on an e-log. You're not having to fill out any paperwork because it's all done on the e-log. The but at only, the same time... My only fucking complaint is... And you're going to be a Karen right here. What's your complaint? No, I, I, I'm not even going to be a Karen. <laughs> okay? Because there's a difference between being a Karen and having a legitimate problem. You know, complaint. Yeah, okay. Um, is, so on your hours, you have... A 70-hour clock, which is how many hours you can work a week in a, in a set amount of days. It's uh, You cannot go over eight, 70 hours in an eight-day period. So as long as you don't go over that, you don't have to take a day off ever. Okay. Like you leave a couple hours off every day. Obviously. On day nine, your day one drops off, so you get all those hours back. Right. Right. It's reset. Yeah. It's much. called running recaps, and uh, not retread tires. But you recap at the end of the day. You recap how much hours you've worked, how many you have left over. That's why they call it it's running recap. Basic math. Set ceiling, as yeah. we call it. And then, so that's your weekly clock. Your daily clock. You have an eleven-hour drive clock. And this is for over the road, right? The state of Texas, you have. If you're not leaving the state of Texas, there's actually a different set of hours. The 70 hour clock doesn't change. But for. It's federal regulation. Let's just, to keep it simple though, we're gonna just talk about the federal federal laws, right? So uh, for federal, like for interstate, so traveling between states, intrastate is staying in one state. So in interstate, you have an 11 hour drive clock, you have an eight hour break, so, and then you have a 14 hour clock. That 11 so hours. that's like 19 hours if you add that to no. the, ele- the 8 hours and 11 hours. No. No. You don't add that? No, no you don't. So okay. the 11 hour clock, whenever you're driving, that clock is counting. No matter what. You stop, dri- yeah. you stop driving, switch it to off duty, that, or on duty, that clock stops. It just stops. So like say, say you have, I'm just going to say you drove 10 hours, so you have an hour left on that clock. Yeah. And you stop driving. It just it stops counting. Yeah, it stops counting my drive time. Okay. Now, the eight hour is basically you have to take a 30-minute break in an eight-hour period, right? One 30-minute break. So, let's say that I'm going to drive. Like, I, all I'm doing in, today is I'm driving. So, I'm going to drive 11 hours today. Right. Before... The eight hours is up. I need to you take a 30-minute break. You have to have a 30-minute Now, that doesn't mean that I can drive an hour and take a 30-minute break and be fine because when you take your 30-minute break, the eight-hour clock starts over, right? So oh, you so you got to gotta play by the, okay. You, you I normally try to make them at least half halfway, drive or at least. at least drive, like, sometimes, though, like, I'll drive seven, seven, seven and a half hours and then stop, for, stop. 30, stop for 30 minutes, you know, go inside. Because you have to, like, basically, like, since it restarts, yeah. you gotta like. Like I'm not gonna drive an hour and then do it. Right. Like I'll drive, you know, five. Because then you'll six lose. Hours. You'll lose. How I try to make time. it about. I try to make it about six hours. 
that way seems like I, reasonable to me. That way, when I start over, I only have five. Well, I'll try to make it seven. So when I start, when I go again, I only have four hours left. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot easier to drive less hours on the other side than more hours. Than more hours, yeah. right? It just it gives you like a, it's a like, mental. Right, well, I've, only a got, mental. I've only got this far to go, right? right? Yeah. But where my complaint is is in the fourteen-hour clock. So that clock does not stop until you get your ten-hour reset. Okay. So if I drive three hours and I stop somewhere for six hours. You should have, technically, you should have. I should still have nine, nine hours, hours of drive time. Right. But I'm not going to because that 14 hour clock's been counting down the whole time. Oh, so that goes so against I only have, you. I have three hours left that In I can a drive. sense, right. Yeah. That's kind but of. But I, I just set for six fucking hours. That's kind of stupid in my opinion, in my dumb, humble opinion. Now, there is a way where you can split it and where you only drive like five hours, you stop for five hours, you drive five more, and then you stop for five or whatever, you know, but like that gets too complicated. I'm not going to fuck with it. But, you know, in in the trucking industry, there is a lot of times where you're going to wait and it's out of your control. Like today, I left Big Lake, Texas, out, out west Texas, drove an hour and a half to Odessa. I delivered my load, drove 15... You delivered uh, your seat. Yeah. Drove 20 minutes up the road, got to the place, I waited there for five hours. But that goes against your 14-hour clock. Even though when I'm off duty and I'm not doing anything. So technically you would only have nine hours. If, like, but you don't know how long you're going to wait. Exactly. So that's where, that's where your Karen comes in, your complaint. Basically, I drove six hours today. Or no, seven and a half hours, because it's like a four-hour drive from there to here. And I drove an hour and a half before that, so that's what... I drove five and a half hours, but I probably did about an hour worth of like work that wasn't driving. Right. You know, like, I unload, I unstrapped and you know did work when I got to my delivery, and then I had to secure the load whenever I got loaded. Right. About 30 minutes for each one of those, and then all the drive time. So in total, I worked seven and a half hours today. Okay. Right? But since that 14-hour clock doesn't stop, you when, I made, have when I made it home, left. when I made it home and you came to pick me up, I had about uh, 30 minutes before I ran out of time. So what happens, what happens when you do run out of that time limit? Like what physically, or not physically, but what, what can happen to you and your company? Okay, so if you, if you run out, I mean, you have to stop, right? Unless... This, no matter where you're at? I mean... What if you're on the fucking highway and... You, that's, a, that's your fault. Because you should have stopped. You should have planned your route better, basically, right? What, they, what's, what DOT would say. Yeah. Um, now, they took it away from us recently, but we used to have an option for off-duty called personal conveyance, which... It was a masturbation, Chesson. Yeah, uh, <laughs> basically, it allows you to be off duty and drive at the same time. But oh, that is used. Okay. That is a very circumstantial option. Basically, you cannot be forwarding the load, which means you cannot be driving towards the destination. Uh, if you don't have a load on, you cannot be driving towards a pickup. Like, it's basically for, like, drivers, like, when you're stopped for the night. Right. And you drop your trailer and you want to run to Walmart to get groceries. 
It's personal conveyance. It's using the truck for personal use, right? Um, they got rid of that? It's, I mean, it's not gone legally. It's still used. But the company I worked for, they took it away because drivers were abusing it. How so? Like, uh, let's say they're in Omaha, Nebraska, and they're trying to get here. It's further to than Texas. Yeah, let's say that they're let's say they're trying to get to South Texas. Okay. Well, they get all the, they they drive out there. Realistically, clock. how many hours is that? Um, if you just drove straight through, like in a normal see, car. See, I think from here to Omaha would be roughly an eleven. No, probably about a 13, 13 hour drive. Maybe. Okay, it's still a good trek. Yeah, it's it's decent. Right. Um. And uh, I think. I don't know. So, like, how are they abusing their power? So, they'll run out their clock, Mm -hmm. switch to personal convenience, and then drive the rest of the fucking trip. Four or five hours. On the personal convenience clock. How long is that clock? Just whenever? So, it didn't count against them. Yeah, it doesn't count against them at all. In fact, it's actually counting towards their reset. Because you're off duty. Oh. I, this I mean, is adding time. It's going like almost pretty like much. Negative. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm not gonna lie, I've had to do it before too. Right. But but it's not like something that I would abuse on a regular basis. Like uh, for instance, for my son's fourth birthday, I was in uh, Ohio, and shout out, I'm high between two O's. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was in. See, I delivered on a Wednesday. In in uh, Cleveland, shout out to that shithole. God, uh, dang, I hate Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> sorry, if you yeah, live there, dude. I know you guys got a lot of pride in your city, but it used to be good. That that city used to be bumping in the fifties, dude. Probably, man, because they had like the the industry, like the steel mills and all that, and it just went to shit. How much time we got left on this one? We got four minutes. Four minutes. <laughs> uh, you know, you can go in your settings. And get it to where it doesn't shut off like that. Like mine's only. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I'm, I just recently got But anyway, so <laughs> to hurry this up so we don't get cut off in the middle of it. Um, so I delivered on a Wednesday. My son's birthday was Friday, and I okay. told them I needed to be home. And you're in Ohio. I'm in Ohio on Wednesday, right? It's like an 18 hour drive from where I. So I end up telling them I was like, you know, it's like one o'clock Wednesday afternoon. I'm making a delivery. To, of a steel structural steel to an Amazon deli- uh, distribution center up there right and they're like alright well we'll get you a load and I was like alright well I'm gonna start driving home from here I'm gonna stop in Cincinnati find me something on the way home cause I'm not fucking around right I, I wanna make yeah cause I wasn't even supposed to go up there originally I was supposed to be going to Tucson Arizona yeah but Which they, is a way better drive than yeah, Cincinnati, but they, Ohio. They fucked Cleveland. up. They fucked up and booked me on the wrong load. Anyways, really? Yeah, uh, that load wasn't supposed to pick up until the day, the next day. So, <laughs> it, it, anyways, it got messed up. Yeah, it got messed up, and so I drive this. I I wake up Thursday morning in Cincinnati, and they make me. I end up having to drive back up to Columbus. On the outskirts of a, a town called Mount Sterling, picked up a load up there, but I didn't get this load until noon on Thursday. That's already half your day gone, waiting. Right. So I get up there, I get loaded, and I'm driving back, but my e log freezes 
Because at this time, I'm thinking, there's no fucking way I'm going to make it home. Right. Within no fucking a lot way. of time. Yeah. You know, like, you I'm going to miss my son's birthday party. You would have party. two hours to spare if you drove all fucking night. It's 12 hours. Right. Yeah. No, 11 hours. But I had to drive two and a half hours to get up there. Oh, you would have made it. There's no, no way. It's it was an 18-hour okay. drive yeah. from Columbus. Anyway, so when I left, my fucking e-log was frozen. And I was sitting there fucking freaking out because I was like, I'm going to miss my son's birthday. I'm going to miss You're it. You're freaking out like, it's yeah. ma'am at GameStop. <laughs> yeah, it's ma'am. <laughs> and so when my e-log freezes, I was like, all right, cool. So I went paper log. That's what you have to do. I made it out to where I just start. I started my day, whatever, and I drove from there to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, straight through, nonstop. Didn't fucking stop once. Got to Nashville, stopped at a Loves, fucking went inside, got some energy drinks, some red lines, took shit, oh, red got some lines. food, fucking got out to the truck, remade my logs for the last five days to make it look like I was starting my day at midnight. Made it to look where I stopped, started there, and then drove back. I was stopped for thirty minutes. I stopped. Booked it. I stopped one more time from Nashville, Tennessee to Jack's protest. You had to take a shit, probably. I had to stop for fuel. Oh. Because I was running on E. And yes, I took a shit. (laughs) Got fuel, took a shit, made it home by three o'clock in the afternoon. My son's birthday party started at five. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty pimp. That's we got like ten seconds left on this. But we'll keep adding on. So hold on, let me pause this real quick. So so you, you stopped in... Where did you say you stopped at? The first time I stopped was uh, Nashville, Tennessee. That's where Beautiful I city. Like, I love... I wouldn't know. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh. And I was on the other side. Like, this side of Nashville. I wasn't actually Like, towards Nashville. the Smokies? Uh, no. Like, I had already gone through Ma- Nashville, and I was heading to Memphis. I was like, in, like halfway between Memphis and Nashville. Okay, so you hadn't got the Smokies yet. It's wow. right before you get to Memphis. Oh, okay. It's like the Smoky Mountains, which is a beautiful. Oh yeah, the whole area. Drive. I love that part. You know, Kentucky and Tennessee are fucking beautiful. Yes. Um, like when you're going towards like North Carolina, like because we went to a race in Virginia one time. I went with my uncle. Never been to Virginia. Yet. Never been to Virginia. Oh, it's gorgeous there, dude. I've been. It's gorgeous. Been to almost every state. Like that's real like, state. Like, I don't count Alaska and Hawaii. Shout out Alaska. They're, they're states, but I've been to almost all of the lower 48. Almost. Okay. And I've driven a truck through almost all of them also. Yeah, I've been through almost every state. There's only two states west of the Mississippi I haven't been to, and that's Oregon and Washington. Actual Washington state? Yeah, and I've driven through all those I've states been, except for Idaho. I've driven through I've driven truck states. through all of them except for Idaho. I mean, I lived in Idaho. But you so live in Idaho, yeah. so... <laughs> but, uh... See, I've driven... So... Driven truck through California, Nevada, Arizona. I haven't actually driven a truck through Utah. I've been to Utah, but I haven't driven a th- truck through Utah. But Utah's kind of a, a weird state, yeah, it's I weird. feel like. It's so fucking weird. Like, as soon as you enter it, like, from... Let me say Colorado, right? Uh, it borders Colorado, Wyoming. Yeah, because we used to go. We used New to Mexico, go. New Mexico, and Arizona and Nevada. Because uh, Utah, New Mexico, Arizona, and Nevada make up the four corners. Because we used to go from Denver, Colorado to Seattle, Washington for a race. 
and then straight to Sonoma, California. That's a beautiful fucking drive. Dude, holy shit. You'd be like up in the mountains in Colorado. And you just Which really only the strip of the Rockies is the only beautiful part of Colorado. I don't give yeah. a fuck what my name it says. <laughs> yeah, but the racetrack in Colorado is up on a mountain. So nice. like the, the the stands and stuff is actually up on a mountain. It's it's it stop. Oh, my mom texted me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, but did it stop the recording? No, it's still on there. See the red right there? Oh, okay. Red. But, like, that part of the country is fucking amazing. Honestly, like, I, I've driven through all over the U.S. And the most beautiful region is the Northwest. By far. Really? Yeah. His wife just got home. Um, but yeah, this is pretty, pretty great. Uh, pretty great scenery if you go through like Colorado, Utah, California, Vegas. Amazing. It's beautiful. But, um, like, I've driven through. A lot of the Americas, I call it Americas, but North America, and like I lived out in Europe for a couple of years, and man, let me tell you guys something. If you've never been to Europe, and you have the funds to go to Europe, go to Europe, because it's it's completely different culture, scenery, the food's even twenty times better, you know, like. We went to, we were in Switzerland, and we went to a McDonald's, which, if you go to McDonald's in America, it's not that great of food, you know, food speaking, but Europe, like, the beef, it just tasted different. It just was fresher. Yeah, I'm sure they don't have all the additives and preservatives like what we do here. Honestly, man, I... I feel like the only way to have really, really good food here, you have to spend a shit ton, shit ton of money, money get, on like, like grass-fed beef. And you know that most of the grass-fed beef we get here in the U.S. wasn't isn't from here. It's really? imported. Mm-hmm. Really, I didn't know that. But yeah, you you eat like grass-fed beef and it'll change your life. <laughs> you were like, I've never known this palate, right. as you like to call it. It's good shit. <laughs> So, but anyway, it's what time is it right now? It's getting late. <laughs> it's I think we need to wrap it up. It's two thirty in the morning. Yeah. Two thirty in the morning, but it's been a good podcast, dude. Yeah, man. Been, we should definitely do this again. Oh, for sure, definitely going to. It's been. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I honestly, I was saying that like I don't know how to do podcasts. You know, like I've listened to them all the time, but I was like, I don't know. Like when you said you wanted me to do it, I was like, well, you want me to do it. I'm gonna do this for you. Know? <laughs> I'm gonna be a bro for you. Yeah, but I've honestly enjoyed it. I've had a good time doing it. I yeah. can't believe that we've done it for 
three and a half three hours. Three and a half hours? Yeah. It's, it's, it's gone by quick. Podcast, you know, like I've listened to the podcast that long. And I'm like, I've always thought like, how do these people sit there? And talk that yeah. much. Yeah. You know, and like, I guess it's different for us because like we've known each other for so long. These people are like, don't fucking they're, know each other. They're strangers. And yeah. you're like, how do you, how do you do that? How do you have a conversation with but, a random stranger though? <laughs> but yeah, but, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely down to do it again if they want me to. But, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Make this a weekly thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally cool with doing that. Oh, yeah. you, know, I'm, you know, my schedule, I'm home every weekend. So Right. So it's been fun. This has been another humble podcast brag podcast by Zach Dupuy. And signing off, this is Zach. And this is Max. I hope you all have a good time. Yeah, hear, hear me. We'll talk to you next time. You feel me? Give me a little, give me a few, you feel me, my two You feel me? You feel me? Shout out Eli you Hubbard. <laughs> All right, bye guys. <laughs>